Hello, hello. Welcome, everyone, to episode three of Midsummer Mysteries, uh, a six-part novella over here on Table Story with one of the best cast this side of the Pecos. Hey, Rome. Oh, the, yeah. The, yeah. You know, you. <laughs> I, was, I was like, you know, that's that's actually better. I, you, know, like, you know, this side of the Himalaya, actually, because, you know, the, the Earth's a globe, as far as we know. So, like, it, we're, we're always on this side of something. Uh, as far as we know. <laughs> as, far as, know as, yeah. as far as we know. As far as we know. Hey, uh, this is our sort of um, steampunk uh, gothic horror, Edwardian Victorian excitement uh, with really great people. Uh, it is uh, a story of a pleasant and normal and not at all strange or creepy uh, sort of weekend in the country, uh, as you do. Um, <laughs> as one does. As one does. Uh, where um, some people have been invited to the country estate of a Viscount for his midsummer festival, uh, where nothing creepy will happen at all, as as far as I know. Although, 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 um, we, there, people might have different views about that, and maybe we should ask them. But before we do, I just want to actually um, note something. We have a... Um, uh, a new show coming up on Table Story. And that show is called Ungodly, and it is probably nothing you should be worried about. I'm sure nothing will scary or creepy will happen on that show. Oh, PB, why, why are you laughing in a sketchy way? Oh, because I'm sketch, and that's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's a beautiful shout-out. Thank you. Uh, do you know who's jamming that, PB? Um, It might be me. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. PB. Please. Yes. May I ask you a question about Ungodly? Yeah, absolutely. I may not answer it. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Um, is this a show where everybody bakes like cookies and hangs out together and just like oh, chats? No. Oh, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. It starts in hell. So. Oh. <laughs> Not at all. No cookies there. <laughs> I mean, well, they have cookies, but they're actually like, they, they have muffins, but actually blueberry muffins, and they tell you that they're chocolate chip. Yeah. So, yeah. You, yes. don't know. so you bite into yes. it and it's tart instead of that yeah, sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or that sounds like to me anyway. Devil's food cake? Is that, maybe that's what? <laughs> and it's, it's secret. You don't know what the devil's food is. So every time you bite into it, it could be something different. Okay. That is an actual toe. What's happening here? <laughs> all of your socks are wet. Yeah. yeah. Just oh, all no. the time. Oh, yeah. All the time. It's real bad. Slightly now. Oh. So, my friends, if you are not excited for Ungodly, which you should be, uh, I don't know what else to tell you, then you should you should watch it because it's going to happen. This was, you know, this thing that actually PB did for me purposefully, and I really appreciate that, that PB decided to air this on June 6th, which 
was my mom's birthday. So for my mom's birthday, she's airing a whole new show just for me. Very dark and scary show. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. You've never met my mom. Uh, <laughs> how do you think I got to be this way? So um, <laughs> you should, uh, without a doubt, go and watch that show. Uh, support, support Table Story and everybody here. But first, I think we should just uh, dive in with, uh, well, no, no, pardon me. Uh, hello there, you in the audience. I hope you're doing well. Today, it's a lovely day, and, uh, well, here we are at episode three, and I am Trooper SJP, your GM, otherwise known as the Gossip Meister. And I'm just wondering what happened last week. I feel like there are quite a few people who might have something to say about what happened in our show, which is just a lovely tale about people going off to have a lovely midsummer day in the country. And I thought I'd, well, discuss with the person of most rank here, uh, Lady Tilly. Uh, Lady Tilly, I I hope you're doing... uh, Are you doing well? You you seem somewhat distressed, are you? Uh, Yes, I'm very distressed. And in Uh, fact, as the night went on, my level of distress increased. And uh, normally it's the other way around. uh, uh, Well, well, uh, tell me, what happened to you last week? In your point of view, what happened? Was it, I mean, I heard there was a dinner and it was quite lovely. Well, that's debatable. Um, But I, well, someone came through a mirror, okay? Uh, From another world. And I think we think that it's Otto's sister. And I went to get her a boot. And then I was sort of kidnapped, mistaken for someone else. And they, they put me in this dress and did my hair. And then I sat at, the, at, at dinner. They took me to dinner. And I was, I was sitting across from my worst enemy. Uh, pretending to be his wife. Because everyone seemed to think I was his wife. Including well, him. Which was well, horrifying. It's like... You know, when you, you you might have a nightmare about being naked in front of a group of people. This was oh, my nightmare. Oh. oh, yes. Well, this one was mine. Oh. At dinner with this man as uh, his wife. Uh, oh. Uh, anyway, um, so after that, it... Uh, 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 after that, our new friend got taken from us again by this Ooh. green hand that I keep seeing. Actually, now that I think uh, about it, the green uh, hand is the same green hand that took Otto in the first place. Oh. So anyway, we were... We were going through this weird windy maze that seemed to not be uh, it was it was magical in nature for sure um and then that seems unlikely but go on oh but it's not and whatever uh but i mean it it grabbed her into the attic and then but then Otto fell down on top of me actually and and um that's that's where i am i've caught Otto and i've lost my my magical friend and um it's just all very confusing and i'm still wearing a dress Oh, well, um... Which is uncomfortable for me. I prefer the pants. Well, I mean, that's not really quite proper. I mean, I suppose it's all right to wear pantaloons if you're going bicycling, but, I mean, proper ladies don't... Do you know what this is, an invitation to? Oh, it's a bicycle race, isn't it? Oh, yes. Uh, Imagine that. uh, So uh, it's probably fine if I wear those pants. I I suppose. uh, Hmm. Well, you had a friend who went missing. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh... Let me, let me ask, let me ask the, the lovely, the lovely Nell Harrington, I believe, was the name, the, the novelist, yes? Yes, the part-time novelist. The part-time novelist. Uh, how was your week? Um, my week was lovely. Are you looking for details? Yes. About the events of my week. 
Yes. I mean, you're a novelist. I imagine you, you tell stories all the time. I do spin a tale. Yeah, it's a, a, a novelist. <laughs> so what happened? Uh, well, the strangest thing happened, which was that I saw uh, the worst human being I've ever known, which is Viscount Bainbridge. What? He's, I don't, I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to say anything, but um, how do I put this? Viscount Bainbridge is a humanitarian, a philanthropist, uh, and quite a good hunter, and very friendly. I don't know why you would say he was your, the worst person I've ever known. I mean, strange. I suppose he's also a part-time novelist, then. Um, yes, well, it was a bit uncanny, to say the least. And then there was, of course, Buttercup, and that was also strange. Buttercup? Um, yes. Otto's twin, who we thought was dead when oh, she was there. I mentioned. Oh. 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 So, Otto has a twin who you thought was dead, but, well, turns out not to be? Yes, I suppose when you say it like that, it is rather scandalous or intriguing. Well, I'd say so. Yes. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. So what are you doing right now? Yes, well, I'm I'm with Kalechi. Oh! uh, To be honest, we're, uh, I believe, a little quite lost. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I, I'm sure you're fine. No one dangerous. Kalechi, how was your week? It was honestly quite interesting, oh, to say the least. I found a lot of my calculations for the breakdown of the clockwork was, were off about by a few hours or days, depending on what exactly it was. I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out where I went wrong with the blood in the well and the <laughs> undead cows parts. Oh. Um, but I, I'll... We'll talk to Samantha about that later. Yeah. She might have some insight on that. But um, huh. then, for some reason, I learned for the first time. I feel like I should have known this. It huh. might have slipped my mind, but apparently Tilly's married to the Viscount. So <laughs> I'm still trying to understand why she never told me that. Oh, well, um, I, I, you must be mistaken, because as far as I know, she's not married to the Viscount. Viscount's married to a, a, a Lady Mabel, who's from Sweden, some sort of noble. No one's seen her, though. But as far as we do. The only Viscount in my life is my dog. Uh, (laughs) uh, I mean, so I find it somewhat unlikely. I mean, I don't know. Why why would you think that she's married to the Viscount? Because I I clearly saw her at the head of the table and the Viscount called her his wife. I'm honestly, I'm very confused, um, but I'm pretty sure. I don't see any reason why she would lie about that or he would lie about that. So I'm assuming it is true and just... Do that comic and conversation. Um, so anyway, they um, we also had to think about Buttercup, which is very fascinating. I tried to get as much as I could about her life in the Feywild, but I couldn't get much out of her before um, we got whisked away to dinner, where I found out that Tilly was married to the Viscount, by the way. Um, then Tilly and Buttercup left, and we tried to follow. I used um, my little, little contraption I had made a few years ago, Hugan, to yeah. follow. And we got lost along the way. Which was odd because Hugin was definitely seeing everything that they were experiencing. Which is like, you know, going through twists and turns, a green hand coming out to grab Buttercup and then throwing Otto down. But then we tried to follow and got lost. We just kept going up flights of stairs over and over again. That shouldn't be there. Yeah. Huh. And then we got confronted by some people 
people who seem to be kind of annoyed that we were there. Oh. Um, so I think we might have to get out of this situation. I'm going to leave it mostly to Harrington. Oh, um, yes. oh. yeah. Good choice. Well, I might help a little bit, but in my way. Oh, I, 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 I'm sure it'll be fine. It's, you know, uh, excuse me, Otto. Hello. Yes. Hello. How are you? What? What day is it? Uh, why? Why do you ask? It's the day before Midsummer. Super. How was your week? Oh, um, um, I was in a nice uh, place. Oh. A lot of, um, I, I believe a nice place. And uh, hold on, has the bicycle races started yet? No. I just, I just got the most exciting news, though. Oh, well, if you've got the exciting news, I suppose we should pull back the curtain and find out what it is. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, let us begin episode three of Midsummer Mysteries and find out what Otto might have to say. You know, our heroes traveled. I, I have a I have a photograph for you all because I care. Um, our heroes traveled uh, to the estate of the Viscount Bainbridge. And if uh, if our voice in the sky, hello, hello, might uh, give our uh, give the the large view so that the audience might see what the estate looks like. Because I know you had the that other exciting Ooh. view. Uh, the Maybe you don't, but you did at one point. Uh, oh, wow. There, there's this, uh, there we go, a beautiful sort of large estate, which is the Bainbridge estate. Uh, sort of large, it takes up huge acres. There are multiple, multiple lakes. And of course, you see this gorgeous space with statuary um, as when you came in. Uh, what, of course, is also very exciting about the estate is that there is a beautiful, beautiful lake. And in the center of the lake, just floating mysteriously, is a statue of Neptune. Um, I have two other photographs, but you don't get to see those right now. You might see those later, just in case. Uh, yeah, we're going to go back to the non-main non -main view of just right now at the moment, because I want to just let your mysteriousness know. Uh, and when you went to dinner, Buttercup, who is a medium, um, was able to sniff out and see a tether that tied the Viscount Bainbridge, and she followed it along with Tilly. And that rope that smelled of jasmine snaked its way and went through a door which you don't know where that door leads except that Kalechi says it leads to the underground ballroom whatever that means the underwater ballroom we don't know what that means but there was a second tether that came out that also went in towards the space and our Tilly and Buttercup and Kalechi's Hugen little Clockwork, uh, steam, oh, steam, wait. steam. I work have it. Hold friend. on. Really? Let me see. <gasps> oh, <laughs> it's almost adorable. Oh, and not that at all Hugen. explosive. Not at all explosive. Not even in the slightest. No, it's, it's fine. Uh, it had another tether, and that tether led them up to the attic. And only by following this tether were they actually able to get to that space. There were smells, smells that seemed important. 
that this tether that was linked to the, to the Bainbridge and to wherever this thing goes uh, smelled of jasmine. And there was a second tether that had a light smell of jasmine lightly, but also a tad bit of uh, fur as the tree. But as they were going up towards this attic, the smell of jasmine came quite, quite strong. Kalechi and Nell, who were not within visual, seeing them physically, were trying to follow, but found themselves in some sort of labyrinth. And as we left off, in this moment, Buttercup was walking up the kind of narrow attic staircase to get into this attic space, and Tilly was falling right behind her, and Buttercup was snatched out of reality, and Otto dropped through nowhere, right on to Tilly, collapsing them both onto the ground. And I would like to pick up right there before we find out what happens to Kalechi and Nell, because uh, I'm sure neither one of these two situations is bad. And I thought we'd go with the, the clearly most dangerous situation, the one with Tilly and Otto. <laughs> Oh, Otto? What the heck? Where I'm, were you? I'm, what happened? Uh, what? I, I, I saw this. I saw this green, this very l- large green hand come out and grab you, and then, and then you were through the mirror and you were gone, and then your Wait, sister. Wait, how, how long I have I been gone? Here? How how long have I been gone? Um, a, a, a couple of hours, maybe, maximum. Are you oh okay? How long have you think? How long have you been gone for you? I think days. It's it's hard what? to tell. Are you it's, hungry? Uh, no, it's just I don't know. I was. It wasn't. Uh, it, that's not important. Where where is she? Where did she? She got taken <sighs> by the same green hand that took you. That green hand. That's not just a normal green hand. Well, I should think not. No, it's... It's the Fae. It's the... The king. And... And there's so much more to this. There's just so much. There's... Everything is connected. Have the bicycle. The bicycle... No, it's only been a couple of hours. It's only been a couple of hours. Yeah. We... we it's The bicycle's not for two days, I think. The bicycle race is on Midsummer Night. So is that three days from now? It's uh, tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow night. The bicycle mm-hmm. race is tomorrow night. Uh, We've got time. What do we, we got, need to we do? Have, we have to do something. There is something going on. There's a deal. There's uh, it's just... We have to get... I have to explain... Wait a minute. My, a deal? I, I don't what know all the deal? details... I don't know all the details, but this... This involves the Viscount and his wife? The Viscount, certainly, but this is very important to the Viking. Well, I mean, it's... Mostly it was... They were talking about foxes and... It's just so blurry. Just coming through, it's... the That world is just like a dream. Foxes? Every year they used to do the fox, right? And this year they're not? That might be a problem, or if 
something I don't. Okay, but, hey, but that hey, doesn't hey. matter. But she's she's alive. She's been alive this whole time. She's you don't, just been somewhere else. You don't understand. I just I, Tilly. I know you noticed that I've been always off putting, and I haven't shared all the facts with you because. Oh hey, I mean that's you're. All right. You you do get into your cups a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say. Oh but. hey, that's totally fine. That's that's uh, completely understandable. And I mean, I get it. But I haven't always been somebody that you can open up to, and I'm sorry. But I'm here uh, now. And we'll get Buttercup back. That's what she called herself? Yeah. She's alive. Names really don't matter. Who you are really doesn't matter at this point. It's just that she is alive. We we can go back. Yeah, speaking of, we should probably get out of here. Uh, I, can, I, can I just well, ask a quick question of Otto? Just, I just have a question. Yes. I, I just, like, for no reason, and it, you should not at all be worried about what I'm going to ask you right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Trover. Oh, tell me. When you were in the borderlands, you were there for three days. I just am curious. Did you eat any food while you were there? Somebody enticed me to eat food. Um, Somebody who was always keeping their eye on me for some reason. Mm. And, you know, it would be suspicious if I didn't eat, you know, especially in front of the fake king. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, they, you know, so there was some food uh, and drink I've partaked in. Uh-huh. So you both ate and drank food in the borderlands. I'm just going to take note of that, but for no reason. It's, 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 it's fine. He, I, he lied. He's a liar. He's lying right now. Just going to take notes on that. Just going to write down. Let me see. Uh, Otto. Uh, just That's short, short. Big pen. Straight down. Doom. It's cool. Um, so, as you are <laughs> in a heap at the bottom of this stairwell with the mm-hmm. with the opening to the attic right above you, until you say you should go, and there in the corner is this little mechanical beetle watching mm-hmm. what is happening, listening. Where do you go? Uh, I look around. You said I could see Kalechi and... But I... They are not within visual distance. All you've got is his bug. Do I see the beetle as well? There's this little, like, little steam... Steam clunk mechanical beetle that's like... What the heck is that? Um, it, 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 it has a name, um, but it's Kalechi's. It's, uh, he makes these wonderful, amazing, sometimes very deadly and dangerous uh, creations, but this one so far hasn't been deadly. It's been quite helpful. Uh, Kalechi, can you hear us? Kalechi can't talk to you right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, normally he, can, normally he can speak through this thing. Kalechi! And I just, let's, like, tap it. Is it working? <laughs> let's find out. Work. What's happening over there with uh, Kalechi? And uh, no, I feel like this is just the perfect time to find out how 
how they're doing because I don't know they they might be doing well. <clears throat> you two, my friends, were trying to follow uh, Nell and uh, Tilly, Tilly and Buttercup, but um. You were not in, like, you were not, you could not see them physically. You were just following through the beetle, trying to follow their path. But you found yourself going up seven or eight flights of stairs, but this this estate does not have that many floors, making all of these turns, and it, you start got yourself turned around, and it's just all these floors of bedrooms after bedrooms after bedrooms over and over, all looking the same. And you uh, kept trying to get closer, but you didn't know if you were getting there or not until... You hear, if I remember correctly, a voice behind you, and you heard, Well, 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 what are we doing here? And you had both turned to see two large men who looked to be sort of pure blood humans uh, in suits, uh, sort of the tuxedos of people who are servants, but their physique doesn't really look very. Butlery looks a lot more lift heavy things. Have my nose broken a couple of times, uh, and uh, I'm a little bit, let's say, aggro. Uh, that sort of a vibe, as it were. And you see these two men, you know, all right, what are you doing here on this floor? There are no visitors allowed. Oh, um, we just got turned around. Uh, we were looking for our friends who went down one hallway, and it appears we've gone down another. Uh, could you guide us back to uh, the dining room? They look at you both. Bunch of non... Well, you look all right, miss, but you... You look like some sort of uh, unnatural creature... I'm, I'm a Nephilim, if, that, if that's what you're asking. I'd watch your tongue, sir. What is that? They look at the, the angry stitches around your eyes and these distressing predator eyes that you have uh, that look like something bestial. Just, if you'd be so kind, could you guide us back to the dining room? You, uh, shouldn't be here at all. Not on this floor. And the Who's two of them kind of look a little, a little unnerved, right, by, by this, all of this, all of this sort of un- <laughs> unnatural, inhuman sort of situation. And one of them just sort of like takes a knife out and just sort of twirls it. Clearly in a form of nervousness, right? Like this feels now dangerous to them. And one of them has just sort of taken a knife out uh, and is playing with it, not threatening you with it, but clearly wanting to be ready in case who knows what people like you do? I don't know. Throw fireballs. Who knows what? It's very unclear to them. It was an honest mistake, sir, once again. Would you be so kind as to tell us how to get back to the dining room and we'll be out of your hair? 
I'm going to need, that is clearly some sort of social uh, move on your part. Uh, why don't you and I all, why don't all of us, why don't we? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to just throw you some cards. I'm going to deal you a couple of cards. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to deal four cards because we're going to go into just a little bit of a conflict. I'm going to, I'm going to give you some cards, uh, just a social, just like a little social conflict just for fun. Uh, you know, and we're going to see how we go because they mm-hmm. are uh, not liking what they're seeing. Um, you each get four cards. I'm dealing you four. Um, I will be getting six to present them. Please discard your lowest card. You can just, uh, dump it. Nobody needs to see it. Uh, if, unless you have the doom, in which case you cannot discard the doom because uh, you know how doom is. Uh, that's uh, that is. How do I discard it yeah, from that's here? A good question. Drag it to the playmat, and then you can click it and, and then just dis- discard it. Yeah. There. Okay. Yeah. So these two fellows, one of whom has pulled a knife and is playing with it, is they're looking worried a little uneasy with the presence of such obviously unnatural creatures in a floor that doesn't exist, where they are meant to be guarding. Um, I believe you are taking the initiative, Mnell. Discard one of your cards uh, to try to convince them. I imagine you are using, oh gosh, uh, I'm curious as to sort of pondering, um, are you trying to just, con- just, are you doing presence plus temptation if you're trying to emotionally manipulate them? Are you presence plus command if you're trying to intimidate them? Presence parlay if you're being, you're negotiating in a, a pleasant sort of a way? What do you, how do you want to sort of sway these people? I think I'd like to emotionally manipulate them. <laughs> I see. I see. Please. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, first off, I'm surprised. I'm shocked uh, that you would <laughs> that you would do things like that uh, with these with these uh, upstanding young gentlemen. But mm. tell me, tell me how you're about to do that. Give it to me, as they are looking at you with um, obvious distrust and an impending sense of violence. Hmm. You see. We're close friends of the Lady of the House. We were invited personally here. I'm sure she would be very unhappy to hear if anything were unfortunate to happen to us in her in her home when she invited us so kindly. And now we could go. You could just tell us where to go back to the dining room and we'd be happy to be on our way. And we'll say no- nothing of this ever happened. But it would be very unwise if you were to continue this discussion with us. With temptation, you want to offer them something. You see, because we're such close friends with the lady of the house, we could ensure that the pay for your services is a little bit higher than normal or previously agreed upon. They look at each other. Please draw a card. 
their social defense <clears throat> is a five. Hmm. <laughs> just a question. I get to yes, draw please. whichever card is in my hand. I get to choose which card? No, no, that's just no, your initiative. Uh, oh. So for, for your initiative, you just want to right. throw out, each card represents a, a move you can make. Uh, right. So just take one of those cards, I would say probably your lowest one, and just throw it out to sort of get rid of it. But draw a card from the deck. Uh, and to draw a card from the deck, if you hover over the deck, one card will sort of um, pop out, and then you can just take that and drag it to your to the green spot. There we are. Uh, that four, did you say? Yes. Was 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 that okay? So uh, four. yeah. Uh, so what what is that presence plus guile plus four? What what is so that? My presence is three, and my temptation is three, so it's six. Uh huh. Plus a plus four. Uh, that's a ten. That's mm. a that that's a that's a lot. Uh, how do you how do you feel about um, succeeding by five? How does that make you feel? Incredibly delicious. Hmm. Uh, that is, uh, how do you say, worrisome uh, for them, not so much for you. If you like, <clears throat> because you succeeded, that was a remarkable success, um, or remarkable, remarkable. I think it is. It, it, it was excellent. It was a. It was a remarkable You're success. You're gonna make me blush. <laughs> you. You may. <laughs> Uh, you remove one of their guard. They have their guard up at you because they don't trust you. Uh, and in this game, by the way, audience, in this game, uh, before you can do real damage to anyone, you have to sort of lower someone's guard. And they have guard up right now. They have uh, one. But because you succeeded by as much as you did, you may place a condition upon them temporarily. Um, and there are... There's a, a bunch of these standard conditions. I have a little handout for you so you can look oh. and ponder it, um, what you would like to put on them. As they sort of uh, look at you and think about this offer of extra money, and they seem distrustful of you, but intrigued by the idea of, of extra money. As you can tell, their attitude towards you gets a little bit less hostile. They were hmm. clearly guarded towards you, but now they are a bit indifferent. They're interested. Uh, and when you decide which condition you'd like to put on them, just let me know. Um, yes, I think outmaneuvered. Oh, 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 oh I, I see. Outmaneuvered. Why don't, um, why don't you read out loud what outmaneuvered means so that the audience can know? Absolutely. So outmaneuvered is a character can be outmaneuvered by a deft conversationalist in a ballroom or by a cunning warrior on a battlefield. This represents mm -hmm. being manipulated into a disadvantageous position. All opponents receive a mm -hmm. non-cumulative plus one to any trait tests made against an outmaneuvered target. Mm. So they, they sort of sit there and they sort of, they're clearly a little bit less likely to start stabbing immediately. But they are not, they're not certain. I will ask, um, anybody here in your hand, where you have your uh, uh, initiative cards, anyone on, at a five? And yes. Merkel's, get rid of one of your cards, if you okay. don't mind. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yes, I do. Yes. Uh, you, you have a five in your initiative. I do, yes. Then uh, please continue. 
uh, get rid of that five, and uh, you may continue because they they don't have any fives. There. Do I have to get rid of it? I can't you do. play it or use no. it against them. No. You, you use Shame. it to to um, press your advantage oh, as okay. they are they're they're looking like we don't know uh, extra money. I don't know about that. We don't work for the lady. Oh. That's very interesting. I'm sorry. Who do you work for? I'm sure that I could. Oh. Well, I also know the Viscount, so I can put in a good word with the Viscount if you like. I mean, why do you think I'm at this estate as a visitor? Why do you think we're here, dressed up the way that we are? We're obviously lords and ladies of this event, and... Your lords and ladies? Yes. Can't you tell? Uh, yeah. We can tell. We know. We know class when we see it, right? The other oh. guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of them is like slightly, is like just his uh, little bit of stubble. And they're wearing these tuxedos, right? Uh, they look like they're people who are trained. Well, that's their clothes say that they're people who are trained in in class and manners. That's what their clothes say. They're like, yeah, we know. We know about lords and ladies and all that. I can He's, tell you do. So what's the uh? What's the, what are you the lord and lady of? Morocco. Oh, yeah? You both? Morocco? Yes. Can't you see Mm -hmm. that we're a couple? Well, I mean, you're both. Is that not obvious? Darling, Uh, 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 they didn't figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Whoa, whoa. I think I need a, I think I need a presence and deceit from you right now. Yeah. Feels to me like a bunch of presents to seat. If you if you would like uh, Kalechi, you may aid and give her a plus one uh, by turning in one of your cards. And, um, and, and explaining how you can, any of them, any of them. If you're aiding, you can get rid of any one you want. Uh, but explaining how you are. I want to with aid. This. I really do want to aid, but I don't know if Kalechi even knows what's going on at the moment. I don't think it makes sense for him to aid right now. <laughs> please do. Please do. So they're, they're like, whoa, well, uh, uh, what do you, what do you uh, Morocco, that's uh, sat in uh, like Lancashire or something? Just outside, yes. Oh, oh. Well, yeah, we, we know about, we know about Morocco. Yeah. I can tell, yes. Very well spoken, you two. Thanks. Please, uh, I I really do hate to end this conversation early, but um, as you well know, we are partway through dinner, and it would be very unbecoming of two, the two of us, the Lord and Lady of Morocco outside of Lancashire, to be late even further than we are. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, draw that card to see how your deceit goes. Their social defense, you know, is a five. So scared. Mm. (laughs) Oh, no. no. Okay, so wait. When you Mm -hmm. say deceit, though, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what what, what point is deceit? I don't have a deceit on my... Is there like a uh, stat? It's uh, guile. Guile. Oh, well, in that case, I have six. Oh, okay. Uh, So that's a two? Yeah. Uh, Which is... They're like, yeah... We, uh, we're sure that you are the Lord and Lady of Morocco, but, uh, 
sorry, uh, we don't, um, still not allowed in this area. So, um, we're gonna have to, um, I think, hold you a little bit longer until we could get the Lord to come back here. I think that's what we're gonna have to do. You want to interrupt him during his dinner to hold us? The Lord and Lady of Morocco. When we could just be there in five minutes, we were merely lost. Good lads. <sighs> Gentlemen, please. They're sort of frustrated with this moment. Um, fives? Fours? I, I have a four. <laughs> Kalechi, oh, it is boy. you. You can see that they are... You can see that they are... They have orders, and their orders are to clearly accost anyone in this area of the home, which is an impossible area, but she's clearly confusing them and making them doubt whether or not they should or not, but they're not convinced at this moment. And they are um, waffling, right? They're, They're very much like, which way should they go? It's, it's unclear. I have a question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I wanted to threaten them, yes. what would be the um, skill for that? Uh, that would be presence and command. Command. Do I have that? I probably don't, honestly. No, I don't. So I'm not going to go but, for that. <laughs> but that it would be... Now, I will note, because in this game, Clockwork Dominion, there are a lot of different ways to put things together. Presence is your force of personality, but what skill do you use? Depends on how you're doing it. Normally, command is what you use when you want to throw your weight around. Now, if, however, you wanted to threaten them with your machinery... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I hear you, Uh. PB. Then you would be using your engineering, because you're going to be sort of talking a good mechanical game to distress oh, them. So, okay, I think at some point he's kind of like, mm-hmm. I think he's still very confused about this whole mm-hmm. Morocco thing. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Morocco, I... Um, excuse me, do you, you do you know who I am? Correct? Uh, the Lord of Morocco, outside of Lancashire. He kind of looks at no and then back. I don't know, but I'm... My name is Kalechi Abara. Um, I worked with the army. I was recently dishonorably discharged. I would like to leave. So if you don't let me, you might find out why I was dishonorably discharged. We're not afraid of nobody. We're not afraid of some Ponzi lord of Morocco who's been discharged from military for not knowing to do what you... Listen, Mir, you lord, what's-his-face, who's a wits what's its I know about you, lord. You in the military, you don't do nothing at all but sitting around and just ordering around like regular Joes like us. I'll tell you what, we know a thing or two about getting a big punch-up. You can't threaten us. What do you do? Oh, oh I'm, I don't do, I don't fight. Um, I'm an inventor, <laughs> I don't really do that kind of stuff. <laughs> but I, the whole point of inventing is to create things that can do things that you can't, and I have things that can fight oh yeah like what you got like you're gonna use your little glasses on us your goggles or whatnot <laughs> oh that's so what happens afterwards doesn't get in my eyes what what you mean what 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 happens afterwards and, and the other one pulls out his knife like they've got these knives and they're like yeah like what are you you, you don't look you look 
like a Nephilim, so that's a little scary, but like they don't see anything dangerous on you. They're they're like, what? He's gonna reach into his pocket and pull out another little brass board, almost identical to the one that he put out earlier that turned into a little beetle um, named Hugin. This is actually why, well, one of the reasons why I got dishonorably discharged. What's that? Do you want to find out? I'm not afraid to hold it out. I'm just going to hold it out just like that. Do you, want, do you want to find out? What's it do? There's only one way to find out. Roll your presence and engineering. <laughs> okay. Um, my presence is a three. My engineering is a three as well. So mm-hmm. six total. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, pull a card. Ooh, a okay. minus three. Uh, so that is uh, a three. You get that plus one for outmaneuvered, but that does not beat their five. And they look at this thing. Uh, discard one of your cards. Uh, discard your yes. four. They look at this small <laughs> brass ball that doesn't look like anything to them. And they're like, what's that? Yeah. We're not afraid to know what is that? Like a some sort of like billiards ball or something. We're not we're not stupid. We're not going to be frightened by some sort of like, what is that? Some sort of like nothing. <laughs> Who do you think we are? We're, uh, we, we've been around a block. We may never been to Lancashire, nothing been to Morocco, the Duchy of wherever you're from. But, uh, we know a thing or two and we're not going to be afraid of that. Whatever that is. <sighs> so I'm afraid you're going to have to come with us. We're going to take you, uh, to the cooling room for a bit. I don't mm. think you're going to want to resist. You're really not. You're really not going to do that. Um. I'm going to ask fours, threes, twos, ones. <laughs> They've, so got ones. They've got ones. <laughs> They've got ones. They've got one. I'm going to toss out one of my ones, and this fellow is going to step forward and put his hands on Kalechi. I think I have a thing Ooh. before you jump in. Please do. I'm ready. I think They're I have like, a thing. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, so, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So one of, one of my, uh, one of my assets is mm-hmm. that I am ever ready. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that that means that I get to take initiative mm-hmm. on Once. things before other people do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe that is the case. Let me, let me, I'm I believe con- that is the case. Uh, <clears throat> ever ready. Ever ready. I believe it does. I, how do you spell that? I don't even know how you spell that. Okay. 156. Uh, you have nerves of steel and lightning quick reflexes. Um, the first time you take a turn in a physical conflict, you may choose to replace your move with a maneuver, even if you're reacting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's helpful at uh, all, actually. Not yet. But, <laughs> no. but I will say this. <laughs> but I will not. say this. Here's a thing you know. This is, uh, they're about to go because this is an interesting about uh, conflicts in this game. They're about to go because they're next, but you can always spend two of your cards to go before they do. You can always interrupt someone by spending two oh, of your initiative cards. Yeah. Um, 
I only have one initiative. Ah, which no. means it would be the only person who could do that, could interrupt and get in there before they do something, would be Drac. Okay. You know, <sighs> would you like to? There, one of them is about I'm, ready to know, reach out to like. I'm going to do it. You know, what could go wrong, you know? No. <laughs> so what much. Wrong. Get, get rid of both of your cards and uh, what would you like to do as one of them is about ready to move in and grab you um so as he reaches out to grab me i want to just literally quickly uh-huh. place the brass um thing in his hand and activate it please do draw to activate your machine uh oh Oh, okay. Um, To activate my machine, I use Mm. grace and engineering. You do. Describe Um, it. So that's a nine. Yes. Which is perfect. It's perfect. It doesn't explode. Uh, Describe what happens as these two big bruisers clearly think that this little brass thing is is ridiculous, and you two are no threat to them whatsoever. Whatsoever. So, like, as he's reaching out, I think I place it literally on the back of his hand, because even though the one I have here is massive, Kalechi's one is considerably smaller, and so I just land (laughs) on the back of his hand, and he uses the same controller that he used for um, Hugin, and basically clicks, flips the switch. So, until you actually see that um, Hugin kind of powers down, as Mm. this one, Moonin, powers up, Mm. and immediately goes for a bite. That's very exciting. Why don't you, if you don't mind, uh, pull Grace plus Engineering to see how that bite goes. As this red-eyed mechanical beetle uh, whirs to life and... Oh, yes. Oh, (laughs) Oh my my gosh. Oh, (laughs) my, 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 my... Um, and yeah, this is perfect. Okay, so yo. I'm going to describe what Moonin is. Yeah, please do. I'm going to just note that they have a physical defense of six. Uh, what is your total that you got? Ten. If you pulled a ten, so you beat yes. by four, which is very, very good indeed. Please. Which is perfect. Which is so, perfect. Mm-hmm. Because that is a remarkable so, success. Mm-hmm. So it was to life and bites down into the back of this person's hand and then immediately like jumps off and Kaleti kind of stares for a moment and then I'm gonna I think it's okay so add a condition as well if you like oh I know because I have this thing is poisonous yeah it's poisonous interesting is um, complexity plus five plus the weapon, uh, the weapon potency, which is three. So it's a total of eight against their vigor. I think it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't want to um, I don't want to say anything. But what kind of person poisons people? That's that's not a very nice thing. Hmm. <laughs> oh, interesting. Go and on. The condition I'm going mm-hmm. to put on them is the, the specific poison I have, mm. which is burning. And I've already talked to Chief about this. Yes, yes. It, their skin feels like it's on fire now. Yeah. And it's been consistent. Yeah. yeah. And what does that do to them as this... Uh, what color is your poison, by the way? I think it's... I think what it's like oily black. It looks like oil. You think it's just normal oil. And as the, these little fangs puncture this 
very large, beefy, ruddy fellow's skin, you can see black just creeping up his veins as it spreads across his hand. And he looks at his hand in horror as he just starts flushing red and then black. And he goes, ah, ah, what, what, what is that? What's that? What, what is that? He says he starts like trying to like bat uh, his skin uh, and like brush off something. You can't, you can't see anything but the veins creeping up his neck and creeping into his eyes as the poison that you created starts burying itself into his body. Like I said, I'm not really much of a fighter, so I create things to do that for me. Could we go now? Could I get a presence engineering from you, if you don't mind? Uh, okay. <laughs> if you if you don't mind. Oh, minus one. It's a presence mm-hmm. engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, presence is a three, engineering is a three as well, so that's a five total. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus one for the outmaneuvered. That's a oh, yeah. six. Plus six. Um, which is enough. And to... They move, both of them, one step closer to piecing out of here. They are at agreeable. They need one other little push as they start sort of... Uh, one of them starts backing up. The one who's who is burning up from the insides of his body. His organs are beginning to fail and blood starts pouring out of his nose and out of his ears and out of his eyes as this poison that you have injected into his body starts corroding everything that he is and he starts choking, takes a wound. And both of them, as these wounds start hitting them, start to freak out a little bit. And you can tell they're at that moment of fight or flight. You should probably tend to him. I believe that will be me. Uh, The fellow who's not on fire is going to swing to stab at you because he is freaking out, right? He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to deal with this situation. And he, in a bit of a blind panic, swipes this knife at you, even though you are the Lord of Morocco, which is right outside of uh, Lancashire, clearly. Uh, And he uh, is assaulting a Lord, but a Lord who is maybe a demon and who also just did something to his friend that he doesn't understand something very sinister and he is going to swing his knife at you and I pull the fate card uh, what oh, god. <laughs> oh my god this is a deck of 100 cards and there are only there's only one fate card and only one doom card this is the fate card, which is good for me, not good for you. What is your physical defense? What? How do you calculate that? Uh, it should be your grace plus athletics. Athletics, four. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, 
this fellow, do you have any guard? Um, guard, what is that? I don't know uh, what that is. What is your focus? Um, my focus is two. So you have one guard. Okay. Uh, which means that he cannot wound you this turn. Oh, but- wait, I also have armor. My um, my clothing is alchemically enhanced, so I have a plus one armor. Uh, lose one of your guard. Uh, you're going to lose okay. your guard for this moment. Um, okay. But what he's going to do is come at you with this knife, pop you on the head, just like with the with the hilt of of this dagger, and daze you. Oh, okay. Um, and yes, please. No. Can I can I jump into the fray now? <laughs> yes, you may. Yes, you may, because it is now a a, a physical. <laughs> okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. And um, um, I'm going to note that Kalechi has no more cards and can take no more actions. Okay. For this round. I see. Mm-hmm. Well, I have one card. You can, indeed. Um, they are, both of them are at this point in time, clearly at the verge of panic. Like that blow was uh, an instinctive blow. It was uh, uh, wild. It has dazed Kalechi, who is going to be in trouble uh, when the next round of fighting happens. But you know that as this one fellow is basically cooking on the inside and the other fellow's freaking out, that they are this close to running. Okay. Um, I take off my skirt. So mm-hmm. I, like, unwrap my skirt and mm-hmm. I'm wearing some, some tight trousers underneath mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I reveal my tail. Describe it. It's long. Like, it's not... It, it's kind of Jaguar-esque. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. still prehensile. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's got a lot of motion in it. And it's very strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just, mm-hmm. like, kind of whips out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try and use it to grab him by the throat and yank him away from Kaleji. That will be uh, grace and melee or fisticuffs. Okay. I'm going to go with melee and grace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, your tail, this yeah. prehensile jaguar tail that has been grafted onto your body. And you can yeah. probably, even though it's been many years, still feel pain a little bit. I mean, you have to take antibiotics for the rest of your life. I um, do, yeah someone did something to you and I would like it if you would if you would if you don't mind I'm, I'm gonna uh, reshuffle for you because I want you to be able to be able to get that fate card just in case you get it I, you know I okay. I care about you I, I want to be fair uh, in all ways can you imagine please draw <laughs> Mm-hmm. What do you have? What is your total? Uh, so my grace is three. Mm-hmm. My melee is one. Mm-hmm. 
So it's a four. So five mm-hmm. total. A five. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, because he's outmaneuvered, because you outmaneuvered him earlier, mm-hmm. uh, if you hadn't have done, that would be a little bit different. But you beat the one fellow just enough. And I'm going to say this. Um, his guard is already down because he's already been freaked out. You wrap your tail around his neck. I would like you, if you would, to draw a card and tell me, well, 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 would you like to daze him as you start squeezing uh, his neck with your tail? Yeah. I will take that dazed. I'm going to ask you another question because his guard is down and you successfully hit him. Mm-hmm. You, would you like to wound him? Can I ask you a question? Of course. Do I have a good understanding as to whether or not this was enough? If you wound him, yes. If I wound him, it will be enough. Because here's the thing. When people get wounded in this game, their morale drops. And if their morale drops enough, they will run. This is not a game like other games where people will stay in a fight until they die. Uh, If you, you know, set them on fire from the inside and you freak them out and you threaten them and then you start choking them out, uh, people uh, leave. They run. Okay. I would like to... Pull him close to my face with my tail. Like my tail is around his neck, so I'm dragging his body close to my face. Yeah. And I'm going to look him in the eyes with my eyes. Run. And you can feel something pop as your tail is wrapped around his neck. You have injured him somehow. You're not quite certain what exactly happened. It might have been his jaw dislocating, perhaps, as he starts seeing stars. And as you say run, there's a moment where you he doesn't understand what you're saying because he is in so much pain as he's coughing. And his friend, who has dropped to the ground and is rolling on the ground, trying to get whatever poison is seeping into his soul out, off. And he can't. And this man raises up to his knees. And and he, he goes, and he just reaches out to his friend and pulls on his friend's uh, tuxedo jacket. Pulls and tugs and tugs. And his friend, who's stuck in your tail, who starts... His eyes are bulging and he can't breathe. And he's trying to get the... Do you let him go? I let him go, yeah. You let him go. You release this unhuman tail from his neck and he drops to the ground. And the minute he does... He reaches out to his friend, grabs his friend, and starts dragging him down the hallway. And they run. 
Well, that's that's generous. Uh, running is is a generous a generous description. It's more like they stumble and make their way in some way down this hallway, and all you can hear is the gurgling of the man with the black veins on his face as he makes incoherent sounds. And the other fellow who just had some kind of inhuman woman just grab him as if he were nothing pulls and they make their way down this hallway in a panic and in fear. I'm going to turn to Kalechi. That was a bit excessive, you know? I really feel like I had that under control, and you really, you, that was a bit excessive. Do you not think so? I'm sorry, you're speaking very quietly. I can't hear you. What, what, what was excessive? I mean, did you... <sighs> and your little beetle flies up and lands on your shoulder. That's horrifying, that is. That's horrifying. That's a nightmare. His name you is, made that? His name is Moonin. Moonin, you're scary. You're terrifying me. Also, you know, I never asked you, but do I know you from somewhere? You seem very familiar to me now. Um, I don't know. I will be honest, your eyes and your tail do seem familiar, but I... But I, no. I couldn't tell you, honestly. No. No. Yeah. No. You said he looked familiar. Is that what you said? Yes. Where were you? Where were you when you were 12, 13? How old were you? Yeah, I was about 12 or 13. I was about 13, yeah. Close 13. to my 13th birthday. Where Where were you? I think I what? was being brought to... Well, you see, I... A man came to me to offer me a deal. The streets are very dangerous for a 13-year-old girl, and I didn't have anywhere to go, and I didn't want to end up... Um, well... The way you end up when you're poor in the east side of London in 1896. Well, he offered me an out. An alternative. It seemed interesting, but of course I didn't fully understand and you were young. They didn't fully tell me. What did what did they offer you? Agency. Freedom. Freedom. You're thirteen? Yes. They took you away. They did. But I said yes, I guess. I guess. Did you, um, I'm sorry, I just, when you said yes to this deal they made, did you have food at the time? No, but they had some. Did you have a place to sleep that wasn't a hole dug in the ground? No. But they offered you somewhere to stay, right? They said it would be warm and dry. And 
when you went to where they took you, what do you remember? The smell. It was rancid. It smelled worse than the streets, and there's shit on the streets. Formaldehyde? I don't know what it is. It smells like hell, probably. Scalpels? They didn't hurt as much. I think they were very sharp. The screaming of animals? The hands hurt most. I take a blade over a hand any day. The doctors... Uh, military doctors? They seemed like it, but I'd never seen the military before. They were doing experiments on you. I guess I did say yes. I guess you said yes. There were so many doctors uh, who were working in the space where you were at, but you said that you thought... You thought that you saw Kalechi... You thought that you saw him. You recognized him. Where where did you see him? Sometimes they would let us out. Take us out for air. Doesn't sound like freedom. What is freedom? I ask you. Hmm. The one that you thought was Kalechi, where where did you see him? Can you remember? It was daylight outside. A courtyard, maybe? Hmm. I think there was a fountain. Hmm. Was it in a window? It might have been. Now that you think about it, you do recall you are so young. You do recall seeing a a man in uniform, a scientist, that looked a lot like Kalechi. He wasn't one of yours, the ones who cut into your body, cut into the bodies of animals decided to be fun to see what happened if you mix the two and then test to see the capabilities, the limitations, how far one could go. He wasn't in those labs where you were a lab rat in a cage, manacled so you couldn't escape. But he was in the building. You saw him once. Maybe once. And that memory of yours, of maybe seeing Kalechi in uniform in the facility. He was... Wait, wait. Do you remember? I think he was talking to someone, wasn't he? 
He was talking. Was he talking to? Viscount Bainbridge. It was Viscount Bainbridge. That's who he's talking to. Yeah. And your memory, searching your memories to remember if you'd seen him before, that reverie is broken as the church bells chime. 6.30. And you see him. And up in the attic, or right below the attic, Tilly and Otto. Tilly taps on Hugen. Oh, oh, I'm switching right now because that's the best spot to switch. Oh, yeah. And the little bug powers down. Well, I mean, it normally works. Normally he speaks through it. I'm... I, p- I promise it's very impressive. Oh, I can't hear you. Sorry. Let me uh, let me try something. Uh, I, I've I've worked with some things before, but uh, I only just as decorative pieces, and I oh, go oh, up and like sure? oh, be very yeah, yeah, careful I go because up sometimes and I smack it explodes. It. I mean, like. <laughs> they- uh, could I get reason engineering from you? I do that thing where it's like, oh no, no, don't, don't, don't touch that. And as soon as, she, as soon as he smacks it, I'm just like, oh. like reason and engineering. So I yes, got, please. um, uh, I got a two for reason and zero for engineering. So draw oh, a card no. and let's oh, see how that goes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's just draw. Mm-hmm. 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 What do mm-hmm. we get? Um, hold on. Put it on oh. that mat. There you go. Oh wait, did oh. it disappear? Oh, I can't see it. Yeah, you just put it on the... Yes. Okay. Huh. Um, So I'm going to just, out of character, tell you something. If you did not draw well, that would have exploded exploded (laughs) on you. Just just so you know, because... uh, No, I I don't know if you know this, but sometimes the things that Kelechi makes are unstable or dangerous or Mm -hmm. perhaps a little sinister. So as you tap Mm -hmm. this cute little beetle... Uh, it, there's like a little ticking sound and it goes back down your assessment of this, uh, you're, you're an investor, you know, things here or there, uh, Mm -hmm. your assessment is that this thing seems to have been, seems to be remotely controlled and it Mm -hmm. seems to have been turned off perhaps well, because the battery can only handle one thing or another, but it seems to you, or maybe Clutch is in trouble. You don't know, but whatever happened, this thing was once alive and is now powered down. It's not going anywhere by itself anytime soon. Hmm. Maybe we should find the others. This seems to not have any charge left in it. Thank, thank goodness, because I, 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 have, I have seen him blow himself up before, and, and it is not fun. It is not a great... It's not a great time. You come into the kitchen and you're like, hey, Kalechi, how you doing? And there he's on the floor. It's not great. So that could have gone very poorly for us. Um, all right. Well, I, I guess we can. Um, how the hell do we get out of here? Hello? I mean, uh, I, I mean, where were I you just, headed before this in any case? I was following Does that, your sister. Um, I don't know. I she have said no she, I, 
she said she could see something. Um, God, what did she say? It was like thread or a thread? cord. Yes. Like a, um, a cord that connected from the Viscount and and it led down to the ballroom, I think. But we didn't go there. She, she saw another one coming from the ballroom going in a different direction. And so we started to follow that. Could I use... Um, I know I don't have any uh, talents other ways, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. could I use my guile intuition to kind of just like, like, kind of pick up on what my uh, Focus sister was intuition. Going? Focus intuition. Can I help mm -hmm. her? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Hold on. My screen just turned off, uh, so I can't uh, draw a card what? for what? a second. No. There you go. There you go. It works. It's right. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so let's go ahead and draw a card. Please do. And uh, tell me uh, what ooh, that is. Uh, so I have a two what? in focus and a two in intuition, but I drawed uh, a minus uh -huh. four, so it's a net zero, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And if so, I assist, am I please able do. to? Okay, how, how mm -hmm. would I do that? Um, I would like you to also draw your focus and intuition or mysteries. Okay. Focus is two, intuition mm -hmm. is three. Okay, so we've got a five. Let me go ahead and draw. Also, by the way, if any of you have used any of your purpose, like your ether or if you have like, uh, you all can get a point of ether or purpose back if you are low, just so you know. So two. Okay. Um, I could so always use one of my ethers to re-roll this. You could. You could use an ether to redraw. I'm gonna go ahead and do it for. Seems please. like it's an important thing to. It might be. That. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. maybe the way I'm helping his him mm -hmm. is the way that Ooh. I'm describing it. And <sighs> look at that. That's please describe also it. plus four. No, mm. so I redrew. Mm, that's that is very nice. good. Mm. Describe it. Uh, please, Tilly. Okay. That's um, very good. Well, uh, yeah, she, she, I, I forget what she called it. Uh, maybe, maybe tether, but, uh, but like a, a cord and it was, uh, um, I, I think gold. Did she say that or am I just imagining? What did it smell like? Jasmine? Am I? There was another Jasmine. smell too. There was another smell too that she mentioned. A for forest, I think. I can't. Otto. Otto, I can't recall. I'm. I can't recall if she's telling me this or if I'm smelling it or if I smelled it when I was following it with her. I'm Otto. unreliable. I'm an yes. unreliable narrator in this moment. You don't... The smell of jasmine doesn't mean anything to you. But the smell of fur... Forest, it does. You smelled that... When you were away. Oh. When you were away. Fur... Was fur. the smell... Of the king... Of the fae. It was his smell. Oh. Do I smell that right now? Can I just... Smell. Concentrate. 
No. You don't smell fur right now. Wait. There is a faint whiff of fur inside of a house. You can't... But that's not what you smell. You smell... Jasmine? Oh. What is it? You said Jasmine's the one you smelled earlier, right? I kind of smell it. It's very faint. I don't know if I smelled it or if she smelled it and she told me she smelled it. Now I'm imagining smelling it. I I just have this really, um, I have a tightness in my chest and I'm actually quite scared that I am, I'm not remembering it correctly. Do you know what I mean? Like it feels like a dream. Otto, she smells of jasmine. Um, excuse me, um, Tilly, I'm just gonna, I'll lean in really close and... (laughs) Do you know that you, you, you smell, this is, this smell of jasmine is coming from you. Oh, thank God, I thought you were gonna say I I smell of something horrible, like clams or something. (laughs) Otto, Otto, now that you think about it, yeah... She does smell of jasmine, but something else smells of jasmine around here. Something smells of jasmine much more powerfully. Something up there in the attic. Wait. I mean, I I guess that's better than... Wait, 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 wait. What? I think... It's not me. No. It's not me. I mean, it is you. I start... It is you, but also... I start disrobing. I'm taking... I'm uh, trying to take the stress um, off. Don't worry. I've got... I've got, uh, like, three different okay. 90s and a corset <laughs> on underneath this. It's but, true. And bloomers. Start, and, like, you've yeah, got a whole bunch, you've got like, a whole bunch of clothes going on. I'll be fine. So I'm like, I start disrobing and, and taking the dress scandalous. off. It is still scandalous. I mean, yeah, I'm going to note that you're wearing sure. more clothes than probably mm-hmm. any of us is wearing right now, but mm-hmm. it would still be scandalous in context. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm taking that off, and then I um, and then I hold the I, I dress out. I know I out. told you that you smelled very beautiful, and sometimes no, 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 when no. I talk to ladies, oh my god, it's... Otto, please come on, um, smell this. Is it this? Uh, okay, <laughs> smell okay. like it, I. It's you. Yes, you smell. No, 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 no. I don't think it's me. I think it's who they think I am, or who they're making me pretend to be. The whole dinner, uh, the whole dining room thought I was the Viscount's wife. I know, gag me. It was awful. But they all thought they all thought it. They all looked at me and acted like I was. It, it must be some type of gl- glamour or a spell of some sort that made everybody just assume that I I was his wife. But they dressed me in her clothes. So is this it? Um, smell the I, dress, Otto. Okay, I will smell the dress. Then, if you I, just take a big whiff. Yeah. The dress smells like jasmine. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. also she smells like jasmine. Hmm. <laughs> well, I either you've been wearing this long enough, but you smell like jasmine and something up there smells of jasmine. Otto, can I tell you something about the smell? Ooh, yes. Tell me about the smell. 
the last time you smelled something really nice, Otto? When was it? Well, I mean, every now and then, of course, ladies who come into the shop, they wear perfumes, but like something Mm. that really was nice, I guess. I mean, of course, when my mother was still around and Mm. that was it food. Yeah, of course, you know, this all the food of my home and Mm. I mean, no offense to the food here and of well, course the land I mean, is kind of bland, bland. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. What was the food? What was it? A lot of spice and turmeric. Mm. Mm. Rice. And- you know when you smell something delicious like food, um, the smell tickles your nose and the smell is real and it's in the space that you're in. You know how that is? Mm-hmm. This smell... You smell it as if it's real. But it's like it's a ghost. It does not feel to you... It reminds you of when your, when your sister would haunt you. You would see her but you knew she was not physically there because she was a ghost. This smell, you do not think that anyone else could smell it. You don't think it is physically in this space, but yet you can smell it as if it were an echo or a ghost. This is not perfume on this dress. This is something... Like a... Like almost uh, like a spiritual residence or yes. something like that? Residue? Yes. Well, an essence of some an sort. An essence. So, uh, Tilly. Yeah. This is going to sound. It's not going to sound and make sense. But Has when my. Tonight? Uh, point taken, but. When I thought I saw my sister, you know how, like, memories, you can sometimes unlock them when you smell things? and It's just... You... It's something... Oh, my goodness. I'm being very bad at this, like, friend opening up thing here. I'm trying. I I know, but... but, Mm -hmm. I feel like, oh, maybe we... It's just, it grasped my mind. It's just so... The the other world. Yes? You smell like the other world. That's impossible. You have... It's something about you. You can't... There's always something, an essence to where you're from. Or it clings to you. It clings. There's something just... But I was born here. I've never been there. You hear footsteps up there. Two or three. Is it like, how close is it to the top? Like, would, would I have to climb far or could I just like stand up and then knock on the... It's open. You just have to climb up there and 
poke your head into the open darkness. I make a move for it then. Of the ladder. So unless Otto stops me, I'm gonna try to peek up there. Um no, I won't. I Yep, okay. Yeah. I'll I'll even stabilize the ladder, I guess. That's very kind of you. Mm-hmm. As you take two, three, four steps up this that thing that is half ladder, half staircase. You poke your head up into the darkness? Is that what you want to do? Uh-huh. Well, it's not what I want to do, but it's what Tilly would do. She's insane. You poke your head up and it is dark. But you see an apartment. This attic has been turned into luxury, but it's dark. There are it's large along the walls lining the whole thing sconces, torches, silver lining the whole place. There's a settee, a couch. Um, There's clearly what you would imagine is a bed behind like a a dressing, um, um, what do you call those, like a folding screen. Um, It looks like the perfect place for someone to live. And you see the silhouette of a figure behind the screen in a large hat. I tap and what's up there? I need, to a- I need to ask you a question, Trooper. And yes. I, I'm just going with my gut. Please. Do I recognize anything in this room? Does hmm. it spark any memory for me, like Otto just said? You might have to get inside the attic. Then I, I, there's someone up here. I think I just, I'm not looking down at Otto. I just say it out loud as if Otto should be able to hear me. And I walk up. Otto, do you follow? Yes, of course. I'm not going to leave her by herself. You both clamber up into this space. You make noise. Ooh. And a voice says, Is that you? From behind the screen? I think so. I mean, I'm me, but I don't know if you were expecting me. And a woman walks from around the screen. And this woman who I will not describe just yet looks at Otto and says Buttercup? What are you doing here? Oh, um do my courteous down I I am sorry, you have me mistaken for somebody else, my lady. And she walks towards you as if she cannot see you at all, Tilly, to see what is happening with Buttercup. And as this woman gets within inches of you, a shiver goes up her spine, 
and she looks to where you are. And I want to ask you something. Mm-hmm. How old are you? I don't actually rightly know. 20-something. Mm. But I never believed it. Let me ask you another question. What does warmth look like for you? Uh, reading a book by the fireplace when I was little. Your mother and your father, Lord and Lady Pinkerton, what did they look like? My mother had red hair. Um, mm. She was very elegant. Uh, her hair was long and straight, and I was always so envious because mine was curly and unruly. And um, my father, uh, he had he had dark hair. Um, he was very, very calm, very quiet, um, very gentle man. Never loud, never angry. You look like your father a little yeah. bit. You don't look like your mother. But you look like her. This woman here. This woman here. She looks to be exactly your age. But then in a moment when she shivers, as she steps so close to you and her eyes search out what it was that she felt, she looks to be 200. Do I know? Do I just know? Do I feel it? I feel like I would just know. You know. And she's looking for you. And she can't see you. Mom? Uh, uh, excuse me. What do you know of Buttercup? Mom? B- Buttercup? Oh. Who's here? Mom? Um. Can she not see me? I've waited you for only this my whole me? life. Can she not see me? Have you, you only brought her to me? me? Have you brought her to me? Who? Have you brought my daughter to me? She was stolen. She I'm going to conveniently just like kind of look to the side at what Tilly's doing and seeing if Tilly wants me to even acknowledge. I'm here. I'm here. Mom, I'm here. Madam, she's right here. And she reaches out towards where Otto said you were. I I grab her hand and I put it on me. You can't. What? There is a barrier that keeps you two apart. When you try to touch her hand, it is as if there is glass separating you. Let me try an experiment. Mm -hmm. Could I? Because I see this. Mm Mm-hmm. Use my hand, Mm -hmm. hold one hand, and the other hand. I will ask you a question. Please roll. Draw. Okay, I'm going to draw. The skill is mysteries. Ooh. (laughs) The attribute is up to you. You have some choices. Are you approaching this... Through strength of will, 
through the presence of your character, through your focus in the um, environment, through I your smarts. I feel like presence, because it seems like I need to be, like I am the physical body, and it looks like if it's, like I am focusing on myself being here and in the moment. And then, so, it's a negative three, but I have a presence of four. Mm -hmm. It's one. But if you allow, I could also, I have one more ether. Please do. Okay. I'm going to use up my ether. I want you use this point of ether, which represents your ability to tap into freedom and the chaos Mm -hmm. of the other space to try to bring their hands together. Together. As I'm just really just imagining, focusing on just because I experienced that moment of not being able to touch the person that I see or don't see. And so I focus on that physical connection that I felt in the mirror. Mm. And that is with a two plus a four in presence. That is a six. Yep. That is enough. And you bring you, the other side of the door, are able to bring their hands together and you feel her fingers and they are warm and you smell jasmine blooming and she reaches out and she squeezes your hand so tightly and tears come down her eyes and she says I am trapped and this will end the world and that is where we're going on break I'm sorry, what? How dare you? I am crying right now. I have to go on break. I'm going to be fine. And then I'm going to have to come back and be crying again. (sighs) Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I got my old tears as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Everyone, we're going to go on a break because some people need to stretch their legs. And by Uh some people, I mean everybody in the chat as well. uh, And also need to hydrate. Mm. Your mother is trapped. And it will end the world. Can I just, before we go on break, I need to mm. say one thing. Y'all Please. don't, people watching who don't know what it's like to be jammed by Trooper, it's like he has a door or a window into your mind about what you think about your character or how you feel about your character, but you're not even aware of aware of it. And I feel like a lot of GMs will ask you questions about your character and you're just kind of like, oh, what does that mean? Why are you asking me that? But Trooper, it's just casual. And he'll be like, oh, you know, like, you know, and do you feel how do you feel about Tilly? And I'm like, well, she feels out of place and stranger. Mm. Obviously, originally I wasn't envisioning she feels out of place because of, Mm. you know, the society that she's growing up in. But Trooper Mm. just takes that and then takes that to the next level and then allows you to explore that. And it's just so good. You're just so good. And I love this show and it's fucking great. And thank you. And that's it. Okay, we can go on break now. We can go on break, (laughs) but I will say this. 
Um, oh, God. You have tomorrow night at midnight. Before then, and I know that's going to happen next session. You need to get the gem and maybe they'll tell you. Maybe you'll find out why. But uh, Kalechi and Nell, these men run and you're like, okay, everything is fine, right? You, what, you don't think everything is fine? Uh, weird. Why would um, everything I mean, be fine? That man, that man <laughs> probably isn't. I was gonna tell he them how bad a man into non-existence. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just needs to drink milk. Oh. It actually is the antidote, but oh. I don't know about that. <laughs> I know that we're not we're not doing the um, the inspiration or whatever at the end of the session yet. But you gave me full body chills when you were like, "Oh, the goggles are for what comes after." Oh yeah. Somebody has been the I, energy. I'm, yeah, Woo. I'm really excited when we come back to find out how Nell is going to respond to her memory. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's going to be interesting. All the reveals this episode, <laughs> crazy. But I will say this: you two, a chill runs down your spine at the exact moment that their hands touch. You don't know why a chill runs down your spine, but it does. And the floor shakes just a little. Hmm. Something happened with the foundations of this place in that moment. Well, you should all hydrate and stretch your legs and we find <laughs> we come back. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's it. That's all I got to say. That's it. Ooh. Stretch your legs, everybody. Uh, Whack, will you do me a favor? Will you just say something creepy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, two Midsummer Mysteries, a... Clockwork Dominion novella. I hope you're all enjoying Clockwork Dominion. It's a system that I love. I think it's pretty uh, fabulous. You know, here's the exciting book. Um, And I love, in case you want to know why we draw cards rather than roll dice, because proper Victorian people do not roll dice. They will play cards, but dice is a bit scandalous. So all cards all the time. We are back. So... I promised Murgles that I would give her a present. And um, I am a GM, a gossip meister, and so I am going to give a present. Um, hey, Murgles. Yeah. Let's draw back the curtain. Okay. And come back to the stage with you two, where you were both confronted by clearly... Um, heavies, sort of like you're you're from that part of London. You knew their accents. You're like these people from the east side of London. Like these are like heavies that for some reason are being employed by the Viscount uh, to make sure that nobody's in this part of the estate. And you had this uh, conflict where you pulled off this skirt to reveal very thieving, I mean, um, novelist sort of pants and a prehensile tail that has been grafted onto you. Uh, And Kalechi, you pulled out one of your inventions uh, and 
horrifically poison someone, uh, and those two fellows have hobbled off trying to escape. They're off down the hallway somewhere. Uh, But in that moment, Nell, that you got to see Kalechi do his work, you remembered, you were brought back to your youth, where you were experimented on in terrible ways by scientists, military scientists. And you remember Kalechi. He was not one of the scientists that worked on you. You never saw him in your lab, but you saw him once in the building talking, talking to the Viscount Bainbridge. And at that memory, we will return as you both have a shiver down your spine and the floor Mm. rumbles slightly. And those two men are somewhere down the hallway. Hmm. That was odd. I didn't predict that'd be an earthquake. Do you mind if we follow them? I just need to time something. And he pulls out his um, pocket watch and he just starts walking down the hall, expecting Harrington to follow. Are are you coming? Who are you? Kaletia Barra. What do you have to do with Viscount Bainbridge. Do you remember a facility? Yes. Well, I mean, I've been into many facilities, so I suppose it depends which one you you mean. You've seen my eyes and you've seen my tail now. Yes. Is that kind of handiwork not familiar to you? I mean, I see many of your folk around, yes. Sort of. Why? I saw you there. When I was a child. You were there. When they cut out my eyes. I was awake. Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Listen, I don't really know what you're here to do. I have a job. Mm-hmm. And the lady told me you were important in some way. But frankly, I'm finding <laughs> a reason to give a flying... Uh, what? H- who told you that I was important? The lady of the house. I'm, I mean... Jane Bridges' I'm... new wife... Tilly. Well, I can't be really sure she did look an awful lot like Tilly, but I I was pretty confident at the time that it wasn't Tilly, but anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't know why. What are you doing with those notes and that pocket watch? Are you trying to figure out the clockwork again? I have that more or less figured out. I'm just was hoping to time. I mean, it seems like they're gone. But I was hoping to time how long it takes for that poison to finish. Finish? As in yes. kill him? Yes. Yes. You know that they were innocent, yes? Just because they were poor, they were given a job. It's one of I'm, the most I'm, horrific ways to die I could ever imagine. Why did you do that? Well, why not? How could you do that? Self defense. They 
came at me, I did warn them. Also, I just wanted, I also wanted a chance to test that iteration of the poison. The previous one took about five minutes and 33 seconds to kill the subject. I'm hoping this one does it faster. I wish you a very lovely time at the rest of this party. I'm leaving. And I turn around and I start walking in the opposite direction. Before you finish turning around, something happens. A couple of things happen. One, let us start. Kalechi. How long do you say it takes for someone to die from that poison, would you say? Um, the last the last version of it um, took mm-hmm. about five minutes and 36 seconds. Five minutes, 36 seconds. Uh, what's What's the timing on your clock right now? Oh, um, I think the bell just went. So it was it's six thirty, right? About mm-hmm. six thirty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About how long do you have? I think I, have, I should have another like maybe fifteen minutes, right? Could a bell? The no, no, no. I off. meant how long has it been since you poisoned that fellow? Oh, uh huh. Probably just under four minutes at this point. I think just under four minutes. Uh, you know what's interesting about Nephilim? Nephilim are the offspring of fallen angels, angels who've fallen. And the thing about Nephilim is that if they look angelic or demonic, sort of depends on their behavior in their life. You know? Mm-hmm. And there are many ways to, like, the balance between purpose and ether, um, corruption. I'm going to ask you just a little bit of a question. You are what type of Nephilim, exactly? Uh, let's see if I can even pronounce this thing. Um, Zamzamim? Zamzamim, I think is how you pronounce that. And... That particular type of Nephilim, when they start falling to corruption, the Zamzumim, they start looking, oh gosh, I suppose a little like eagles in that sort of a way. They sort of start manifesting a little bit like... They start getting features that seem a bit like an eagle. Um, Now, as you take a point of corruption, you know he's dead. Early. Your Hmm. poison worked just a little bit faster this time than last time. That's interesting. And as you take that point of corruption... Your features shift just a little, just a little. Could you describe what you look like? And it's very subtle, but please describe oh. it for me. Um, I think his eyes, the um, iris, no, iris's pupils become more slit-like. Um, of much brighter gold around the irises and he seems to have gone slightly bulkier so mm-hmm. everything he's wearing is not 
too tight because he always i think this is probably like a hand-me-down so he wasn't it's not actually his he doesn't really wear fancy stuff like this usually but you can he seems to be filling his clothing a bit more than usual and also growing maybe an inch or two um and i think like when he and i think his horns as well they're usually like blunted stubs but they've kind of grown pointed and as this happens he kind of like touches the tip and draws blood then looks down at his watch three minutes 23 seconds that is what you see as you're about ready to turn away no Uh, I'm sorry what three minutes and 23 seconds so his improvement an improvement an improvement. Yes. Well. Do I know, like, as this happens, mm-hmm. do I have information on Nephilim enough to know this? Or is this, like, shocking to me? Like, Reason plus mysteries? A lot of people don't know. There's a lot of uh, rumor about Nephilim, but what people actually know will depend on how good you are with the mysteries, as it were. Yeah, there's no, I mean, there's no way. Um, I'll tell you what. It's kind of creepy. Like, yeah, okay. It's kind of creepy. You know, like, you don't know what that means. You don't know what it means that he just, his body's changing a little bit, just getting a little bit pointed, a little. That's a, yeah, you don't know what that means. Because, I mean, look, you don't even believe in the clockwork falling apart. Like, that's ridiculous. Come on. Yeah. I mean, you still don't, right? Kalachi, uh, listen, I don't try to be judgmental or anything, but some, you've changed in the last second since I looked at you, and it's, it's un- this thing that happens. I'm, so, when, I'm sorry, when, I... Don't apologize, I'm just confused as to what... What am I saying? Don't apologize to you. I need to get out of here. I wish you all the best. I don't! Never mind. And I turn around and now I'm walking away. <laughs> she starts walking away from you. Um, if you, you do realize that we, when we kept going in that same direction, we just kept going. I don't answer. I'm, I'm marching forward. Marching. You're going to get out of here. You're going. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. I would like to ask you a question. Yeah. Do you intend to break your oath? I ask you as the little wound on the tip of your finger, where you pricked it on the thorn of the rose that you gave the lady starts to bleed. And so I ask you, Do you intend to break the oath you made to someone very powerful as your finger begins to bleed with each step you take intending to go? I probably take more steps. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm... I... 
am walking, even though mm-hmm. I'm bleeding. But mm-hmm. as it's happening, I'm thinking mm-hmm. to myself about this oath or mm-hmm. this promise that I made. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, you're, you don't you don't live in the the weird supernatural world. Uh, we'll just call it a contract. I'm sure it's just it's just yes. a, a this contract. contract. This job that I took, which mm-hmm. for some reason is making my hand bleed, mm-hmm. but I'm used to pain, so I probably take mm-hmm. a few more steps than someone else might. That someone else might. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I and then I slow down to a stop. And the bleeding <sighs> stops. Miss Harrington. And Colette's gonna like kind of be jogging up to catch up with her. <sighs> Are you okay? You seem to be You're bleeding. I don't care. I made a contract. I guess I have to finish the job. Listen. I'm going to ask something from you. Please don't do that again. Not you can do it for the rest of time, but just don't don't do it again while we're here. Um okay. I'm sorry if it disturbed you. That wasn't not, not, intention. I mean the poison. I mean the poison. Oh yeah, I, I understand I have a if that upset. I, I think we can both agree that I'm fine with however creepy either of us want to look, but um, just please don't kill anybody else like that. So horrific. Uh, uh, I'd I, rather I, you ask me to stab them in the eye and then kill them quick. That's really how I'm feeling about it. Oh, I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't think he meant my appearance, but should that be a thing I should be worried about as well? Well, hopefully no one else notices. Uh, I, I am sorry if that disturbed you, the poison. I, I didn't realize it would. Pelagia, I, I have to be honest, I appreciate the apology, but I don't feel like I'm the person you should be apologizing to. Anyway, Who should I be apologizing? Okay. <laughs> let's let's just see if we can find Tilly and Otto. <laughs> yes, and he's going to pull out his monitor again <laughs> and mm-hmm. switch on Hugin. And your little beetle, clockwork beetle, whirs to life and your other little friendly one with the poison downpowers. And your eyes adjust as you look through and you are in an, a room It looks to be, from the shape of the ceiling, an attic space uh, with the windows blacked out uh, with silver, probably silver, sconces with torches, like downstairs, actually. Actually, like downstairs in the drawing room, those torches were there as well then. Those are new. Interesting. Um, Hmm. And you see through the eyes of your friend, your seeker of knowledge, you see Otto. You see Otto's holding the hand of Tilly. And then Otto's holding the other hand of someone who looks like Tilly. And 
he's putting their hands together. And that is what you see, but you can tell that they are at the top floor of this space. Miss Harrington, I think we both yeah. acknowledge this, but when we kept walking and trying to find our friends, we just seemed to keep looping. There seems to have walked up more flat upstairs than they should be in this building, right? Yes. Well, that's mm. a fair assessment. I'm going to see if I can, like, look for any sigils or anything, any kind of magic going on that could be happening right now. Focus mysteries. Okay, that is great. Focus mm-hmm. mysteries. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a four. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, nope. <laughs> like zero, exactly. You are... Uh, that do you want to spend a point of ether to redraw? Because you drew okay, a minus four. I've got a four. question about yes. this because I'm, I'm a nephilim. You are. So my appearance is dependent on the balance of ether and purpose. That is correct. With the minimum being your corruption, which you get for you know. Okay. When okay. you murder people. Okay. So ether might break oaths. <laughs> Even my ether won't um, reduce my no. appearance in it. Okay, no, yeah, that's, that's your that. permanent. That is your permanent. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna redraw. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Ooh. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Hey, podcast audience, I had one job. One job. Okay. Kalechi just pulled the doom card. <laughs> that's awesome. Um. I'm going to say. Falls apart and you all die. (laughs) So, um, everything's fine. You are trying to see sigils, and as you are sort of looking at the walls, you are distracted a little bit by these wall sconces because they're here in the hallway too. These sort of torches, torches in silver. Silver sconces, that's strange. Why would you have silver sconces, right? And like, you're sort of a little Mm. bit distracted by, that's also, you would probably actually have gaslight really in a place like this, or like that's, it's, you know, you're sort of like distracted by this. um, And there are little symbols on these uh, sconces, which you think might be alchemical perhaps, or or magical, mystical. Uh, Well, that's just seem like you're sort of getting distracted by, well, certainly by mysteries, uh, not the ones that will get you where you need to go. Um, But you notice, (laughs) by the way, we're going to, I would, I need you, by the way, dearest, dearest Drac, to draw two cards because one for the doom card and one for your corruption uh, and just place them on that mat so, map so, mat so I can see what they are. Okay, so it's... Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So the lowest number that you drew is a 26 on that minus two. Thank you. I'm going to take note of that uh, for... All the reasons. I would say for no reason, but actually for all the reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Should I put uh, that on the green the screen for everyone to see? Yes, please. Let them all see what is going, uh, <clears throat> the things that may be happening uh, real soon. Uh, but as you're sort of pondering this, you notice um, a glow in Nell's pocket. 
because you're looking for mysterious things, and you notice a glow in her pocket. Miss Harrington, is your pocket glowing? I look down. Is my pocket glowing? It is, as a matter of fact. I, I reach in and I pull out the thing. What is the thing? It is the book that you were, oh. that you agreed to give Tilly. And it has a, a light glow about it. Um, it's a book. I have to give it to Tilly. Assuming there was a lady that asked you to do that as well? Yes, it's part of the job. What exactly is the job? Give this book to Tilly, keep you, all of you, uh, organized, and steal the gem. Might as well tell you since we're now co-conspirators in murder or something of the like. I'm really sorry about... I'm sorry, you can't understand him. What? You can't understand what he's saying. Uh, actually, you can't understand what she's saying. Um, I'm sorry. Can you hear that? Uh, it's the sound of the, the, the torches. You can hear the crackle of the torch of the flame, and it is really loud. It is really, really loud. Uh, you can hear the sound of your breath, and it is very, very loud. Um, it is getting louder and, uh, whatever's coming out of each other's mouths, it's just all distorted and it's, it's loud and it is beginning to hurt your ears. Um, actually, if you touch your ears at all, you're beginning to bleed from mm. the ears. Um, it is just odd. I didn't consume the poison, so I don't think that's it. I'm going to grab his arm and start dragging him away. Like, I'm going to start running. The book is pulling you if you follow it. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna follow it and I'm dragging you along with me, Kalechi. The sound, the loudness follows you and every footstep that you make is so loud and it's just getting louder and it's getting louder and it's pounding in your heads. All of the sounds, these sounds, they are threatening to rip your head to pieces. It is so loud. You, I, I everything is so loud. It's so loud. And there are whispers and your heartbeat and it's like you can feel your nervous system and you can hear it and you do not know how much longer you can handle these sounds as you rush and the book tugs you like a divining rod and it tugs you to the left and there's a, a hallway and it tugs you to the left and you I assume you follow? Yes, yeah. And then it tugs you to go back the way you came. And when you go back the way you came, you're actually in a different spot. And it tugs you again. And it tugs you again. And you can't... I don't even know. Um, it's dizzying. And you find yourself 
at the staircase leading up to the attic. How did... How did you... It is... It is getting quieter. But it is... You are so tender, both of you. Your ears are... You can begin to actually make out speech amongst the pounding sounds, but... The sounds of your clothes hurt. The sound of the air moving hurts. It is physically painful. Just the sound of your breathing. It's so loud. Um, have, do I recognize this place as the place I've been This before? is the place. I'm going to try and go up the stairs. And each step is physically painful in your ears as it is just so loud. Kalechi, do you step up as well? Uh, um, yes, I think he recognizes this from the image that he's you gone do. through. Um, Hugen seems like, I, I think this is Batilius. And he's just kind of like confused, kind of looking at the blood coming through his ears as he's trying to carefully go up the stairs without making too much sound. Kalechi, this is a Pontus event. This is mm. certainly the Pontus rising. Sometimes this happens after you kill someone. You know? Sometimes that happens. Maybe. Tilly, Otto, as you are standing there your hands touching. Nell and Kalechi emerge from below, from the stairwell. And it's weird because you didn't hear them, you didn't hear them approach. It's as if um, they made no sound. I don't think I take my eyes off of my mom saw. I probably don't notice the two of them there. What do you mean this is you're, the end of muted. the world? Otto, you're muted. Sorry. So, um, I mean, this is... I feel like we would be too focused on this yeah. moment to notice. I'm, um... I am in excruciating pain and have marched my way here despite my entire body wanting to break down. So at this point, I'm animalistically just waving the book in front of me and stumbling towards you, Tilly. And I'm just going to, like, grab you and and try to give you the book because I don't know what's happening here mm-hmm. and I'm my ears are bleeding. So mm-hmm. I, I just... By the way, their ears are bleeding. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> I, I assumed that we went up the attic and yep. then she was there behind the screen and then she stepped and she came out. out. So yep. like our back is to them. I would or... imagine you're probably side to side, right? Like you're facing uh, each other okay. and they've come in to the side. Okay. Oh, um, okay. Well, um, I guess you mean if it's I... the end of the world. Oh, oh wait, sorry. Uh, no. Yeah. Take the book. No, I was going to say if um, this might matter um, yeah. to trooper for things, but if I, if I immediately like break out of the trance, 
and see Nell bleeding mm-hmm. from ears, I'm gonna just disconnect and rush to Nell. Yeah. To see mm-hmm. if she, like everything's okay. I got like napkins. And I will what say, yeah, she was very loud when she spoke. Let's take the book. She may not realize how loud she was speaking, um, because you don't know what they're hearing. But she's almost shouting. Yeah, uh, I will. Especially if Otto lets go and yeah. everything's crazy and loud, and she's yelling, "Take the book!" And I see her bleeding from. I just grab it. Like, are you okay? What happened? So loud. I just collapse on the ground and I'm I'm just going to be like rocking rocking in pain probably What's happening? And I, I look up to Kalechi You're you're also bleeding. What's going on? Okay, could you be a bit quieter, please? Uh, what happened? What what happened? Um I believe it's a Pontus event. Um it usually happens when someone is killed. What's happening here? Who died? Some some m- man who accosted us. The volume is slowly being turned down for Nell and Kalechi. It's still louder than you would like. But mm. you can understand things. Uh, it is... It's like... um, It's now like when, you, when you've been in a dark room and you go out into the sun... And like the kind of the way in which that irritates you, it's like that level of of irritation and pain. It's no longer um, overwhelming. It is just now a kind of a low throb. Okay. I turn and face my mother again. Is this what you meant by the end of things? She not hear me anymore. She's waiting. She looks to Buttercup. What is happening? Please. Uh, uh, d- is this what you meant by the end of the world? That's what your daughter is saying as I hold on to Nail and try to calm Nail down. The world is out of sorts. And if it remains so, it will be torn asunder. How do, how do we fix it? Um, how, how do we fix it? The strife comes from separation. I am in exile. No. I have been kidnapped, is a better way of saying it. And I am here. And this is no good. I should not be here. I have not seen my husband in over 20 years. But since the longest night have I been here in this place, captured, stuck 
here. And without the balance in the courts, there can only be chaos. Mm. The nine men's morrises fill up with mud. The seasons shift and change. And as long as I stay here, the worse it will be. But I cannot leave this place. How do we how, how do you okay? So your your why the clockwork's being messed up. That how explains why my calculations been off. How do we hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on? Just how do we get you out? I need things. I'm um bound here. The jewel. Yes. What jewel? Uh, she hired me to steal the jewel. It's, um... Bainbridge has it. What is happening yes. to her? Is she alright? It's a pontus. Like I, like I said, um, it happens when someone is killed. This is more than that. Oh? There will just be more and more Pontus events as long as we are separated. Interesting. That explains a lot. The Pontus, the clockwork, all of that is a problem, but it would not be as bad as is right now for the last six months since I have been brought here. Mm -hmm. We need to I steal the jewel. jewel. Dying. Hmm? Oh, she's... I cannot live in this space. And this space cannot live with me here. He sent you here to kill you? He sent me here so that he could rule alone and unchallenged. He sent me here because he was jealous. He sent me here... so that he... had everything. But he does not understand that as long as I stay here, this will all become worse and worse. Until there is no crop. Nothing grows. It is only winter. And everyone here dies. Hmm. We can't let that happen. No. I mean, okay, so we have to get this jewel, right? Get the jewel. Yes. What else do we need? Is that it? Is that the only thing, the jewel? No. It is not easy to reverse what has been made, as I am bound here. I cannot leave this place as long as I am trapped. But the Viscount is also trapped in this place. Neither one of us may leave. 
However, the jewel is what he has used to trap me. It is my essence. If the key, my daughter, could take that jewel through the breach to the other side, to the borderlands, she would take me to the borderlands and I would be able to emerge if the hands, and she looks at Kalechi, can dismantle the locks that keep me here. If you can dismantle the locks, then I can be taken into the borderlands. But only that one, Nell, only you can carry the pendant, my soul, for you are not, you are wholly of this place. It's only you for you, only you is it safe to carry my soul upon you. The only problem is to get the gate to open. Oh my god, I have to sit down. My Lord King will not open the gate willingly. What about Buttercup? She's the other side of the door. She was his exchange to steal my daughter from me. I look at Otto like, I'm sorry, but I... I mean, obviously it's nothing I should be apologizing for, but I just, I can't help it. So we can we can get her back if we trade? Tilly... There must always be an exchange. Well, that's assuming Tilly wants to go. Yeah. Yes, we have to give her. Okay. Oh. Are you do it? Are you are you sure, Tilly? This is. I don't belong here. I've never belonged here. If I can help get my mother home, I'll go with her. Is there a way that we can get in contact with Buttercup? Maybe she can do something from the other side. Perhaps, but she, being of his blood... Wait, Buttercup is here. No, that's Otto. She looks at Otto. No. That is Buttercup. The similarities are hard to get past, but no, this is definitely Otto. I mean, they are twins, but... Uh, you met Buttercup, though. Yeah. Hi, yes, I, I am I'm sure that the the Fae, you know, I am... Ma'am, I am of male descent, obviously. I see. Curious. Strange. I see you two are the other sides of the door. Interesting. Strange Ma'am. place this world is. Ma'am, I am Kalechi Abara. 
and he just walks up to her and just out puts out a hand. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yes, I need you. I was told that this is how you introduce yourself. Okay. Um. You can dismantle the locks that keep me here. I can dismantle most things, yes. Um, where, where are the locks? In the ballroom. That is where I'm oh. tethered. But that's not always why I need you. Kalechi. Maker of the obscene. Maker of the profane. I need you. You will convince the King of the Fae to open the door between this mm. space and the Borderlands. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is she yeah. saying that the the king the king trapped her here? I think so, and she's also implying that I'm the one that needs to talk to him, ma'am. Well, you do have a we lot of tricks. Just, just met. to circle back, my mom is my my mother is is she the queen? What is happening? No, you don't need to talk to him. You will offend him. She can't hear me. Offend? Uh, what does that mean? You plan on participating in my bicycle race, do you not? Of course. I need to test my steam engine, steam-powered bike. Yes. And that steam engine is an offense against all that is natural. And it's an offense that he will not let stand on Midsummer Night, at midnight, as you ride with the door, the only one who can carry my soul, and I assume the key, my daughter. This offense he will rise to, and he will open the arbor to confront you, and you can make your way in and bring me inside. Um, Interesting. It sounds like a very good plan, except for the the fact that the King of the Fae is confronting us, and then we're just supposed to, what, slip past him? Does nobody else see an issue with this plan? I'm... Yes. I don't understand. After the confrontation happens, I imagine that would not go well be most likely lethal oh well for most of us anyway well well i just need the gate opened and i need i need tilly to be kept safe and i need my soul to be brought back to where it has been taken from but what happens to kalechi and now Leonardo? what happens to you ask her um what happens um your daughter your daughter asks what happens to us, um, Otto, Nell, and I. Oh, well, I'm sure it'll be difficult. I'm sure it'll be somewhat traumatic. Or perhaps you can talk your way through things. She's vain. Talking isn't my forte. I don't really what understand people living things. 
Mm. Well, I can do it. I'm. I can have a conversation, you know. You just need to get through the arbor. And he will not resist you. Uh, what name do you go by in this place? Not Buttercup. I'm Otto. 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 Strange name. I would call you... Cobsweb is what I would call you. Cobsweb. Mm. Cobsweb. That is what I would call you. But he would not resist you. You and the profane machines in the thousand-year woods. He will open up the arbor and he will not be able to see you. Nell Harrington, the Nightingale. He will not sense me upon you. Your Hmm. Strange operations make you difficult to see through. You'll be the camouflage that will bring me through the breach. All right. So we have to steal the jewel. Yes, it will be difficult. Only you can touch it. Well, anyone who is not touched certainly certainly my daughter cannot touch it oh and Otto being of his blood you cannot touch it either mm, Kalechi I do not think you can either as mm. being as you are wait what wait. did she just say his blood yes <laughs> Miss Harrington is the nightingale Yes. I do not understand your customs. You and I both. Yes, she's the only one I think who can take it from him. Being hybrid as she is, but not of the borderlands. There will be a rip and a tear. But I need you, inventor to dismantle his the Viscount's cage. I need you. We better hurry then. We don't have much time. Daughter well. She's very well. well. Don't don't mention the fact that I'm not wearing, you know, just Yeah, I was I was going to mention that is is that please don't please don't tell her I'm in a beautiful dress. Tell her I'm a lady. Did something happen? She oh, no, said, no, she just... She said I should tell you that she's currently in a beautiful dress and that she's a lady. I'm not entirely sure why. Hmm. All right. She looks just like you. Those she was given to have always been servants of me. They're loyal. But I do not like being in this place. It drains me. We have to hurry. England will do that to you. 
Yes, that is what they call this space. I am Queen Mab. It's a pleasure to meet you, Queen Mab. It's a pleasure to meet you of the fallen angel. The hands who will break the pieces that keep me here and who will so offend King Oberon that he will needs must open the arbored gate at the green gazebo. It will be dangerous. You may die. But fallen angels don't die. I think it shall be fine. I should be fine. Uh, and I look to um, now. I mean, the others might not be. So, should well, we be worried? I'm just considering that now. We probably should be worried. Well, yeah. I don't really understand mortal things. I only understand the, the large forces. But I do know that everything is out of sorts. Well, I, I, I can unlock the dismantle this lock. I assume that's most likely why the Viscount told me not to work on the rest of the ballroom. I imagine so. so I just know that... A... Oh, sorry, Mum. Did you hear something? Yeah, um, oh. your daughter was saying something. And what were you saying, Tilly? She reaches out where they're looking for you, but she cannot break I through. Put my hand up and I know she can't see me. So the answer is in the ballroom. That's what it sounds sounds like. At least the, yeah. the locks, at the very least. We have to get out of here and we have to fix this. It is guarded, the ballroom, by something powerful. A watcher, uh, Neptune, Poseidon. Mm. Something powerful stands atop the ballroom. I cannot go there. I cannot leave. Cobsweb. Otto. Otto. You have met your grandfather? If you mean Obron, yes. yes. Just recently. Hmm. He was I'm fooled. So grandfather? I'm, my family doesn't even originate in these lands. I'm feeling unwell. Oh, please, can we hurry? I must say. Should we? All right, we will, we will do this. I will go and steal the jewel. I know where it is. What? Where? Viscount Bainbridge has it. It's a jewel that is atop his cane. It has a chain on it. 
he walks with it. Nightingale. Yes. Come closer to me. I step closer. And she gets two inches from your face. I can see you closer now, more clearly. You may not understand the gifts that I can give you when I'm returned to my seat, to my throne, but you will be paid for your job. I know this matters to you greatly. Only you can do this caring of my favor, can keep the beating heart of summer alive and safe and back where it needs to be. We have given favors to families from all lands, from all time. You will get whatever your heart wishes that I may provide, and I may provide much. Can you give me freedom? Yes. True freedom. Whatever that means for you, there are many things I can give. I do not understand what freedom means for mortals, but I'm sure whatever it is is possible for someone of the borderlands. Imagine imagine being trapped as you are now, but for your whole life, and that's exactly where everyone wants you to be, and that's the only place you're useful. You can never leave, and that's what we call life. No. That is not what life must be. It can be other things, and I will give you those things if you restore me to my throne. And did you give the book to my daughter? Yes, I I have it. I cannot give her things directly. Give her this for me. And she leans forward and puts her cheek against your cheek. And you can feel her cheek rotting lightly as if she is a plant that is dying. And then she leans back. Give her my love. I will. I have been awake too long. It smells so bad here. And she sort of walks with this stately grace, but yet there's a slight wobble in her gait as she sits upon the divan and takes her hat off. And as she takes her hat off, some of her hair falls off with the hat. And she says, there are no plants in this room. I need my soul. I don't think it can live in this space. It is loud here. And ugly. Ah. Wait. Tilly, 
do you have like a handkerchief or something? I just look at you. I'm literally in my bloomers. I'm in my underwear. Do I look um, like I have a handkerchief? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, okay. I'm just, let me see if there's like a, mm-hmm. like a, like you got jewelry on, obviously. I just take something small. Like a pin yeah, or something. Yeah. You can like rip the blouse, like take take the whatever I'm wearing and. Rip I just it do. I guess the yeah, yeah, rip yeah. really quick. And while she's sitting on the den, I'll just be like, I I understand, and I hand it into her hand. Be well. It will get worse. Beware. Hmm. He does not want me to return. And his servants, the Viscount, gains much power as he drains me. He will not want me to leave either. Well, unfortunately for them, they don't have much choice in the matter, do they? No. Well, let's go steal a jewel. Wait. Dear? Dear? And you hear little footsteps. And a small little girl pokes her head up from the opening. Eight or nine, perhaps? Although she could be eight or nine hundred, it's unclear. And she's just wearing, like, a little servant's dress. She goes... Yes, ma'am. And the woman who is your mother says, they will need escorting out or they will get lost in the labyrinth whenever they're ready. Absolutely not. Trooper, I have to ask you a question. I'm ready for it. I know you, ha- you, I know you had a question. I'm ready. Is that me? Do I remember this? Ooh, that's a good question. I need you... Pull a card. Holy shit! Oh! Oh I need my you to God. pull a card. I have goosebumps. I just remember that one of the first things you asked me was like, what mm-hmm. do you remember from when you were mm-hmm. six or something mm-hmm. like that? And I was like, mm, I don't think I remember mm-hmm. too much of anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'm going to barf mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. All right, what if, I'm so sorry. What am I rolling again? Oh. Um, I need Oh shit. <laughs> focus and mysteries. Uh, focus is 2 and mysteries is 3. Okay. So, so that's a one. 1. Yeah. Mhm. May I ask you a question? Yes. What is the one piece of jewelry that you've always had? Uh locket. What does it look like? Um, it has vines, lots of foresty, I think, nature mm-hmm. on it. Um, it, I the question I have for you is: Is the silver here good or bad for mm. us? Because I'm pretty sure it's not good for us, right? It's not good. So yeah, it it's not, not good. It's not that then. Um, it is. It is not good. Yeah. So it's it's not silver. Um, and uh, it's fine for Nell though. Yeah, I think inside fine for uh, was a picture 
but it was since removed, so only like little corners of it remain, and that's all I. <laughs> I'm I'm sure this is not you. It's weird though that she's wearing but your she's locket. She's fucking wearing it. Yeah, she God is. It! She is. And she walks up to Kalechi, and she just takes Kalechi's hand. And she's got a little cap, a little white cap, starched, but black curled hair. And as she takes your hand, you're not quite certain she's completely corporeal. Mm. As if she might be an echo. And she says, I'll take you out. Yeah, just give me a moment. And I'm going to go crouch down and pick up... Um, Hugan and place him on the other shoulder so he's got me and Hugan on either shoulder as he's led out and she waits for everyone and she says mm. I like you well thank you I I would say I feel like I should say I like you back but we just met um, my name is Kalechi I know we're very good friends Okay. I trust you. Okay. Do I know you? Silly? Of course you do. I'll still take all of your drinks. But you're you're eight, is is that okay? You're so silly. <laughs> Clutch does not, he does not yeah. piece it together. It's like, I don't understand. And she just holds your hand waiting. I will go to follow her out, but I probably linger behind everybody. And as you three and this young girl, perhaps, who is there and not there, an echo, a, a figure, someone not necessarily seen who has no shadow, um, leads you down the staircase into one of the floors. She says, I like that you have a tail. Oh. Thank you. Really? Um, excuse me, little one. <laughs> Uh, and I will kneel down to meet her at eye level. I'm wondering, would you be able to tell me your name? You're beautiful. What your name? I like your hair. Thank you. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you. You probably aren't. But if you dream really hard, you'll remember. Can I try to remember my name? How would you like to try? I try to remember the fireplace with the book and my mother. 
because she said if you dream. So I'm going to try to do that. Draw a card. Wouldn't it be fate. cool if it was the fake card? Just yeah, I literally just thought. Fate, 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 Manifesting fate. It's not, but it is a zero. What is your will and mysteries? Oh, I'm about to kick ass. My will is four and my mysteries is three. So that's a seven. I see. Seven is a very good number. Seven means that you can overcome a daunting task. Something that is beyond the reach of most people. Something almost impossible. It's the book. The book. Okay. The one that you were given? Uh Uh-huh. No, you think stop. The answer's in the book. Is this the book? I, no, my God. Oh, my God. Do you care if I just... Okay, I fucking open the book. It's got my name on it, doesn't it? Property of, you know, whatever. Like a six-year-old wrote it. This is the book I was reading by the fireplace. I'm going to barf. <laughs> what does it say my name is, Truber? First off, all the pages are empty. <gasps> until you touch them. And then... Like magic, symbols and figures start to appear as if it is ink spilling across the page. And Tilly, 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 it is a name with a T, but you are Titania. Lost. Cursed to never see your mother. Exchanged for the other side of the door. Otto's sister taken so that you... (laughs) You know, one could think that what happened is that you were given, but you were stolen. And Otto's sister came home. But Otto was not brought home. Otto was left. Is that your home or is this your home? It's unclear, really. What place is home, what is not? But there is chaos. There is the Pontus. And only someone of reason and science can use order to break the chaos. Only the one who is not of the borderlands, but unseeable by those of the borderlands, can take the soul of the Queen of Summer, back where it belongs. Only through the door. But to do that, you need to steal her soul 
in the iron grip of the man who has terrorized you all, who has orchestrated your downfalls, your suffering. The man who serves the king and who will not give up the queen's soul. And there is a creature that stands atop the underwater ballroom who will not let you destroy the locks that keep the Queen of Summer here. Tomorrow night at midnight is when it happens. Can you get what you need before then? Well, you might just have to wait until next week to find out. Holy shit, dude. Listen to me. I performed Shakespeare for like five years and I didn't clock that until you said Queen Mab and I was like, you bitch. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Holy shit. So good. So good. Uh, I I can tell you something. I can tell you something. Uh, I can tell you something. But um, y'all, I want to... Thank you all for being here so far. Uh, We are at the halfway point. They now know what is at stake. They've got to figure out how to get what they need, not die, offend (laughs) the fake king king enough to get him to open the door to find out what's going on. Enough, but not too much that he murders us. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Know, if, I don't know if Kelsey's the right person for that because he just goes all out, you know. I think we learned <laughs> I that. Love, I don't <laughs> know what you're talking about. <laughs> talking what? isn't my strong <laughs> suit. <laughs> uh, here's the thing, though. Uh, like Kelechi, oh, Queen Mab doesn't exactly understand mortality exactly in the same way as, uh, you know, I don't know, mortals do. So, like, they, they both are a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit vague on mortal stuff. Uh, they live a long time. <laughs> so, you know. Um, yeah, I would love if we could uh, have each one of you tell me who you are, where we can find you next, give some love to someone else in the cast, and tell me, well, uh, how are you going to stop the end of the world? Holy... Ooh. And I want to start with the other side of the door. Oh. oh. Hey, by the way, if you get to the borderlands, inside the borderlands, you know who's there. Luxie. Yeah. Buttercup is, <laughs> is over there. I'm just saying, if you if you make your way over there, maybe, I don't know, I have to go and talk to Luxie, but I'm just saying that, you know. Oh. I don't know. I mean, maybe, but you know what? Maybe... Maybe we'll just listen to Nell and be like, whatever, we're out of here. We don't need to do this. We're just going to split. And like, don't worry about it. Uh, Bye. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Uh, Bonsai, who are you? Where can we find you next? Give some love to somebody. And how are you going to stop the end of the world? Ooh, okay. Hello, everybody. I am Bonsai Baby. I do woodworking here on Twitch. Uh, mostly, like, I'm just making a lot of noise, messing around. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can find me just here on Twitch. Uh, you also 
by me Fridays Gen Con giving you all the tabletop board game news that you acquire um, and I'm going to go ahead and give some super super love uh, to Kalechi because uh, oh my gosh <laughs> right? I just like the, the like just the cold oh like gosh. Dexter vibes you get in there yeah. Yeah. just like oh let me see what happens if I use this magnifying glass and then record it at the same time <laughs> while it, the sun comes up um, like, so yeah oh, that, that it was three just minutes mm. and 45 seconds I've improved it by a minute like whoa <laughs> just a yes. little bit of corruption just a little bit of corruption. Just a little bit, you know, as a treat. <laughs> corruption um, just makes DM cards worse, by the way. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All the corruptions. And then I, you know what? I think, I think the way to save the world is for me to come together to a conclusion. You know, I feel like that's, that's gotta be. That was interestingly worded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't it? Interesting. Yeah. Weird. Huh. Interesting. I, won- I wonder about that. Mm-hmm. Come together. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's a great song by the Beatles. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, I'm just saying, if you're a changeling, one of your ancestors is Faye. That's all I'm saying. That's that's yeah. what that means. That's that what that means. Um, <clears throat> speaking of ancestors you know Kalechi Kalechi is such an exciting figure and I have some questions about what happened when Kalechi was 30 years old but you know what we will talk about that probably I don't know in the forest it's cool I wouldn't worry about going into the forest at all I wouldn't worry about it I'm sure the forest is going to be really happy to have you all there and nothing creepy will happen Wack I'm going to need some sound effects uh, don't worry about it. That, that's, that's probably going to be episode five. It's fine. Oh, so, uh, yeah, Drac, who are you? Uh, <laughs> where can we find you next? Give some love to somebody and then tell me, how are you going to save the world? Okay, um, I'm Draconix, or Drac for short. I use he, him pronouns. Um, I don't really stream on my own channel on Twitch, but I stream on a bunch of other channels. Um, on Mondays, you can find me on a D&D channel um, at 4 p.m. Eastern in a, a Kind of Keep Mysteries um, series. On Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, you can find me over on Rule of Law. That's Rule of Law, L-O-R-E. I'm in a cyber-system campaign called Infinite Horizon. On Saturdays, you can find me here at 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, every second Sunday of the month, you can hear my voice in an actual play podcast called Super Ooh. Idols RPG. Which is kind of so I, I love it describing it because it, it blows everyone's mind. It's literally saying a million plus pop idols. We have transformation sequences. It's great. I love it. Um, I love that. And uh, what I want to give love to to Nell to to Mergles because I one I just love Nell Harrington in general a lot and I just love the way Kalechi and Harrington uh, now at the very least going to be butting heads quite a bit I'm looking forward to that I really love what we've been doing already um, and just seeing I can see both um, Mergles and Harrington's confusion like he just killed someone but like he also seems very innocent oh, doesn't really understand I, 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 you. <laughs> yeah, I, 
<laughs> Which I felt so guilty scolding you, and I was like, "Hold on, what is? <laughs> you murdered a man, and I'm feeling bad." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I loved seeing that. It was it was great. She did strangle <laughs> a dude with her prehensile tail in a yeah, way listen, that you know he, that was cool mm, as well. I let him go. <laughs> I did let him go. I did let him go. <laughs> Uh, how are you going to save the world? Oh, how am I going to save the world? I'll be honest. Um, as she, as Queen Mab was just talking about how the world can't survive with her in it, me and Kalechi mode was like, okay, so we just kill her, right? That's what we do, right? <laughs> <laughs> so like in Kalechi's mind, if all else fails, we just kill Queen Mab. But then she still will not be back in the Borderlands, and there will still be imbalance. Oh, that's and I very will true. kill you. <laughs> That is true. That's true. Uh, well, yes. Probably what will yeah. happen is I will die lunging at you. Yeah. You will then kill me. And I have no experience or no combat, but yeah, you just can't have her here. It's no good. Like it's it's not good for her to not have those forces not there. Oh, speaking of lunging to kill people. Hey, PB. Uh, who are you? Where can we find you next? Uh, what exactly are you video gaming on your home stream? Because I see you video gaming. I was like, I'm going to go and poke in there and see what's going on. Uh, uh, give some love. And then how are you going to save the world? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm PB. You can find me on twitch.tv slash pumpkinberry. I'm playing through Bloodborne right now. That's but right. But more importantly, is it Saturday yet? Because I just want to <laughs> play this game again. Um, I, I have lots of love to give. Um, so I'm just going to do all three i'm breaking the rules and i'm giving everybody <laughs> love um so kalechi that that moment of the goggles are for Ugh. what comes after like i got goosebumps dude like what a line holy shit okay um yeah uh so there's that uh mergs nell with that conflict as you were choking the guy with the tail first of all the tail reveal was awesome because oh. i wasn't sure if that how that was going to come out or whatever so revealing you had a tail and then choking and then you know trooper asking like do you let him go and that moment of like mm, yes i let him go it was that was that was very very cool that whole scene combat scene i did not want it to change to our scene i just wanted to watch that play out for the whole time um bonsai. best combat you you thinking outside the box there and grabbing mm. the hand and then being the door. Yeah. I, oh, uh, it was very, very, very good. Um, and how are we going to save the world? I am going to hope that everyone around me can be as amazing as they are because I can't do anything except hope for that and maybe drink or talk my way out of this situation. So that that's all I got. Um, I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope... Maybe maybe I've got magic blood that can help with the situation, but that's pretty much it. I feel very useless and very scared and very dependent on these three people to help me save my mother. And uh, yeah. <sighs> only only Otto or Buttercup could have done that, by the way. Yeah, because they're the door, right? Because they're the door. As, as soon as they they're the door. As soon as that happened, I was like, it's the door. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because they're the door. And um, only they could have done it. And speaking of the only ones who can do it, first off, each one of you is each one of you are the only ones who can do a certain thing. But uh, but it's fine. I wouldn't worry about it. Not scary at all. Uh, oh. Murgles. The Murgles. Yes. So 
So, also. Also, also, die Mögels. Uh, ja. Wer bist du? Uh, who are you? Uh, ja. Where can we find you next? So, was machst du denn du? And, ja. Uh, ja, ja, ja. And then, uh, give some love. Ein bisschen Liebe. Uh, so ein bisschen Herzen. And then, uh, no, you know. Viel, viel. Oh, viel ist gut. Uh, and then, you know, uh, how are you going to save the world? Ja. ja. Wie macht man das? Frage. Ja. ja. Um, yes, hi, I'm Murgles. I played Nell for y'all today. Uh, I, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Murgles. I, right now I'm playing Mass Effect, wow. uh, Legendary Edition, and it's the happiest time of my life. I love it so much. And, um, Uh, I'm also making a film on my channel, an animated film from scratch. So if you're interested in that, you can come check me out. Love for someone. I mean, I have to give love to Peebs because that scene where she realized that her her mother was there, the person she's been looking for her whole life, and just like the emotion that just right at the surface there and just, oh my God, it was beautiful. It was like we were all there. I teared up. It was made. It was made <laughs> real. It was so good. So yeah. Um, and how will I save the world? How will we save the world? Well, by doing my job is the idea. Yes. <laughs> also, can I just say it's so awkward that I named my dog Viscount Brutus, and now I've discovered the Viscount is my weird stepdad. Like. Mm, I weird. don't like him. He's not really your stepdad at all. Right? Because they're not actually married. I mean, it's no. just a thing. No, he just kidnapped her. Really. So they're not married at all. Oh, That's just a lie. He that did it. Okay. Okay. He's oh, involved. Good. Oh, I'm good. We're going we're gonna to fuck him up. Because <laughs> she's trapped in his estate. Mm -hmm. You know, that mm -hmm. means... Uh, what a creep. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean he's a creep. Like <laughs> he's a super creep. She's trapped in his estate, and uh, he's feeding off of her power. Wait till he meets my tail. I mean, oh, he's he installed not gonna... it. <laughs> he didn't personally. He just funded no. all the creepy experiments on poor children, yeah. orphans, and whatnot. Yeah, it's cool. It's Weird. cool, 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 cool. cool. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, uh, and then of course there's whack. Hey, Wack. Yes! Holy shit! Right? So good. Next level. Next like, level, Wack. Whispering and everything. Oh, it's so good. It's so I good. love Wack. Little, oh, Wack. Uh, and I'm uh, your gossip meister, uh, ah. Trooper SJP. Um, and uh, I'm going to just say you can find me. Where can you find me? You can find me. What is today? Saturday? It is. You can find me. I just love Wack. I'm gonna marry Wack, like, but only Wack's voice in the sky, and it's gonna be awesome. He just like narrates everything that you're yeah. doing. Yeah. Brushing your teeth. You forgot the toothpaste. Oh my god, that'd be the best. This is what I want in my life. This is just so good. Don't forget the milk. Get the milk. But the best part is when you're at work, and yeah. I'm like, oh hey, did you like? 
hours, and like everyone else can hear the creepy voices. That's just what I just, yeah. I just want that. Um, <laughs> tomorrow, uh, from one to five, I'll be over at Roll For It for the last episode of um, that I'll be in of The Last Ditch, which is a 40K. But at 8 p.m. tomorrow at Tour Guide Games, I'm in a charity stream for uh, veterans' mental health, and it is uh, all veteran gamers. So all get- when I say veterans, I mean military veterans, not gamers who've been around since back in the day. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, that's that. And I'm going to give you all a, um, a tease before we leave. Ooh. I think the last episode of our miniseries... I will give you all a present. And the present is the inspiration for the entire miniseries. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. That's it. But you don't, I'm not going to tell you what it is now. I'm just giving you the tease. You're such a tease. I know. Oh I am. my God. I am. I am. That's such it. Such a miser. Oh, I'm the gossip meister. So, my friends, audience, I, I'm going to give you love. I want to thank you all for being here. You being here uh, is what makes it all work. Tell your friends about the show so they can catch it on VOD or our podcast, which is at tablestory.tv TV slash Midsummer Mysteries. Mysteries. Yep. You got it. Yeah. Uh, so you can catch other podcast if you want. Uh, tell your friends about it. Come and see us. Hang out. Watch the show. Um Go to the, the Discord. We have a Discord with the channel and uh, drink jasmine tea while you're there and also talk about your theories about what's going to happen and uh, what the Neptune statue is all about on top Holy of the lake. Yeah, uh, and, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, I'll just say this. Some people have powers that you have not yet seen and you might see them next episode. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.